0: Armstrong.
1: I'm Pete Moran. I'm Ryan Bolton. And we love to watch. We love to watch Spooktacular 2022 wrap-up. So Dracula.
2: going guys
0: i don't know about you but i'm exhausted
1: i'm so tired from this hobby that i love <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame that i don't get to talk to ryan now for another 11 months uh, yeah yeah the the, te- the text jack slowly dwindles <laughs> so, for a little bit it's a shame yeah. uh you know i'm sorry no 10 months because we'll start talking in preparation and around september you know what are we this is we love to
0: watch we're a movie podcast we pick a theme we do movies over the course Uh, of the month around that theme, normally. Uh, we're doing a special epi as we wrap up Spooktober, talk about all the new to us horror movies that we watch over the course of the month. And spoiler alert, it was quite a lot in aggregate. And I think all of us sent personal bests. So by definition, in aggregate, we we all watch the most movies we've ever watched. Uh, it was, it was kind of nuts. We'll, we'll talk about our overall numbers. Um, And we'll go through sort of some categories and call out some stuff that we got a chance to see, lament that even though we watched a ton of movies, what did we not get a chance to that we're kind of bummed that it just didn't fit in somewhere? And I know if you're listening to this and you find – once you hear how many movies we all watch, you're going like, how how could it not fit in? But I'll tell you what. There's a lot of movies. Okay, so get off my back, um, and uh, and then well, yeah we'll talk about some of our favorites too if you're making your Spooktober list uh, next year that we would we would recommend. So let's let's get let's let's get the cat out of the bag. What uh, how many
1: movies did you get, Pete? I got to eighty nine movies, which is my new record. I I did one hundred and twenty four, and that
2: just made me laugh because when I I I talked to my dad about a week ago and. We were talking about this, and he just said something. was like, "Oh, don't aren't you worried that you're gonna like run out of movies at some point?" And I just laughed because that's like. You think I'm watching 31 every month when I do this, too, and I'm like, I watched four times that just this year, and there are still plenty of movies that I need to watch.
1: Yeah, a significant number that I wrapped up the month with came out in 2022 yeah. on yeah. the button. <laughs> like, I, you could easily fill a list of 64 from just coming out of that year, and you'd probably have a pretty decent batting average. Yeah, I uh,
0: 124 was my goal this year. I last year I did 114, and I was kind of like, oh man, 124 four uh, averaging four a day would be great. I did hit one, I hit 124, and then I I wasn't gonna get any. I guess the next marker would be 155, which would be averaging five a day. Um, but after I hit 124, I just kind of watched some that I was excited to watch, or some stuff that had just come out, like Pearl or a few other the um, Barbarian. Some other ones I've been saving, uh, and finished up a couple series, but I end up getting to one thirty-six. Um which I think the people that I've told that I watched 136 movies in a month, uh, everyone reacts in the same way if you told them like you had a total recall baby in your stomach that could come out and talk to you. Like you got a little <laughs> quanto, like that's the way I mean everyone I've said that to, neighbors, coworkers, the only person who doesn't go, oh wow, is my wife, who looks just a little, a little sad.
2: I uh, I haven't told zero people outside of you two and Mallory how many movies I watched this month.
1: <laughs> I told uh, my uh, my my wife has insisted on shaming me in front of friends. Um, what's your count? What's your count at? Um, and I I'm too old to lie, so uh, people are like doing the math in their head, and they're like, so like. You watch a movie every day, and then you watch another <laughs> movie. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, and sometimes a third one. You're like, yes, a m- right. minimum, yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: I. Uh, I. What's funny is that uh, my there's a bunch of. Uh, I live in a cul-de-sac, and there's a bunch of kids. Uh, my kids age so especially as it's been warm here in the midwest e- through october we've spent a lot of time outside with uh the neighbors and their kids and so uh almost every other day we're waiting for the bus stop someone's like "What you count because <laughs> so <laughs> uh but like when i told uh our neighbor he's like what'd you end up at I'm like oh, one thirty-six. 136 he that's all he wanted to talk about the rest of like the the Evening that we were – our kids were playing. It's just like – he just kept coming back to 136. Wow. That is something – you you should be proud of yourself. Like he was – <laughs> It was is crazy. That's that That's like
2: – yeah, that's probably more movies than most people watch in a year or two. In five or, years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean like someone watching I, – I think people that don't watch a lot of movies, which are probably not listening to this podcast, um, even watching like, oh, man. Yeah, I maybe get in 30 movies a year, you know, 25 movies a year. Um, uh yeah, the 136 is a lot. I probably am going to, for the first time ever, break 300 new to me movies just total for the year. My goal normally is 200, but when you hit 136 in a month, it's very easy to pass that. And according to Letterboxd today, I have watched, including rewatches, 380 movies this year. <laughs> so more yeah, than right. one a day, even if I stopped.
1: Yeah, I uh, was going to say is now I have to, like, go into my uh, Criterion Challenge, uh, which is just not as fun. I was kind of looking over at that, too, where I was just
2: like, so are you next? Like, is that the the list that's, like, thinks that it's good for the rest of the year and now i'm a movie crazed addict again after october like always and just oh just you could knock out the criterion challenge in like a couple weeks you know yeah. just just <laughs> do it so all
1: <laughs> yeah except all the uh, movies uh, are eight hours like, long yeah <laughs> but rushing like oh, oh Hassard, uh, balthazar uh and um, <laughs> <laughs> like a uh, sunshine back to back, just not exactly uh, the same level of uh, yeah, uh, excitement and vigor. Yeah, I'm just gonna watch Diary of a Country Priest, then
0: Umberto D., then I'm gonna yeah. jump off a fucking bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do
2: part of that while a Peloton. You know, just really get it, get it in there, let it soak in. Yeah, the way the director yeah. hoped you watch My- their art.
0: I was sharing that my post spooktober when I was uh, last night, we're recording this on the second last night, which was my first night where I didn't watch a horror movie, uh, but I did play a horror video game and um, it like evil within two. And there's a lot of spooky parts. And I think it's easier to get spooked playing a video game because you're, you know, somewhat first person in a lot of cases. And like, just from a jump scare perspective and I, and it was amazing. Like I was walking through these these very creepy rooms and stuff like that with like ha- hanging ghosts. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I just watched 136 fucking. Horror movies. Oh yeah. He's like, nothing. Nothing is disturbing me. I wanted to make a meme that just said like, uh, uh like a scary room for a guy who just watched 100 horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. There,
2: we were we were out watching our neighbor's dog and just like hanging out in our backyard for a couple hours the other night like this past weekend and some some random city sound happened I think somebody was just banging a a dumpster or whatever but it was a loud bang and it just made me laugh because I didn't move at all it, like not even a reaction in the slightest and I was just like man for a, a guy's watched a lot of horror movies this month you gotta <laughs> do more than that to scare me
0: <laughs> yeah
2: really really bullets and gunshots Pfft. okay yeah
0: uh we also uh, we, we can share this uh we also got a chance we had uh, t- we kicked off with a prime viewing party uh the, t- the two of us or three of us also got to do a uh a shutter viewing party which using now uh, our free trials of scener premium premium <laughs> um and we got to watch a couple of fun 80s movies which is always a blast to do um, something that I, I wish we would have started doing earlier with these because getting to watch a, a few of these cheesy Shutter movies uh, and have a very good time while we do it is uh, is a good way to, to spend the, the most holy holiday of all.
2: It is funny, though, that we're kind of um, almost required to watch something that we can all, like, talk over. It makes sense, but it is funny that we all, like, You know, really good horror movies, but there's no reason for us to all watch quietly as we're, you know, at at our computers or whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, it's hard to get like. You don't want to watch something that's actually scary (laughs) because you're not not going to be scared while it takes up, you know, five, six of your screen on a laptop. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it has to be. Shudder has an entire category of movie that's perfect for. for the these uh hangout watch watches. Uh we ended up watching uh Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge, and Intruder, yep. which were both perfect in that like, what the fuck is going on? This is like 80s camp where like you're mostly fa- you're mostly not paying attention and then the most gory thing you've ever seen happens. <laughs> like that's the ideal that's the ideal movie for this. And Shudder has an endless stream of of like slasher hits from the 80s or weirdo pseudo psychedelic movies from the 70s that they can just like throw into the mix and so it's fun because like whenever i'm like oh man what's left for us to watch that's like actually in that category of a good party watch that, that, that we haven't seen there's always just like oh yeah right there yeah Who's eric <laughs> there's a lot going on in this title
0: I who
2: bet built these vents so big i still can't them. get over it <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah eric had a lot uh, to yeah that. and next we know the next thing we're gonna get ryan into is watching gallagher special so the party watches will not stop mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a different i kind honestly of horror that we're all gonna experience I, I remember that for like a day and a half
2: and then i just horror steamrolled my brain completely beyond gallagher and i forgot that we talked about it at the end of the last one
0: Let's just say, yeah. Let's just say Gallagher's got a big old steaming old brain, and we could <laughs> we could definitely uh, hit that. So let's go through our categories. Uh, we're going to do our best to not repeat things. We we cut off last time on the thirteenth of October, so we're going to be covering another eighteen days where our numbers got huge. Um, but we're going to kind of go through the same categories because I thought that gave a good. Uh, a, a good swath of the different stuff that we ended up uh, covering. So I can start with uh, kid movies. Yeah, let's do Is it. That the, That's the first one. Yep.
1: Yeah. No, uh, uh, yeah. Let's go do ahead. Kids movies.
0: Yeah. So I uh, my kids uh, really got into more Scooby Doo stuff. So I watched a few of those. Nothing was as good as the live action ones. I watched uh, Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders, like a weird live action prequel. To the Scooby Doo movies called Scooby Doo and the Curse of the Lake Monster, it sucked. Would not, would not recommend it at all. <laughs> a lot of these, I, I, a couple, I've gone through those lists that say like, hey, one of the best straight to video Scooby Doo movies because they release a ton, and I, I, feel like I probably have hit, unfortunately, most of them. But uh, my kids still like it, and they're they're fun enough to go through. I think um, the other kid stuff that's kind of worth watching and this this kind of goes to kid stuff like kind of not is that and this is actually a side effect of some of the christmas stuff we did so we had this dumb idea a couple years ago uh, some listeners may remember i know peter does where we were so we were trying to chase the spooktober energy by watching by applying the same rules to christmas movies um i watching, like, 30 or 40 Christmas movies from Thanksgiving to Christmas Day. And as part of that, I kind of got into these Christmas specials, which counted based on our criteria, um, that were just bizarre and weird. Some of them were fun, and, like, Jim Henson made a weird, you know, adaptation of this book with Kermit the Frog for no reason and Tim Curry. Like, you know, things that have just been completely forgotten by time, and... That, like, sparked my interest in trying to find those for Halloween as well. So I watched a few, some that I was texting you guys about, that I found that were just bizarre, but, like, still kind of fun to watch, which was stuff like uh, Nancy Kerrigan Presents Halloween on Ice, which was... 15... So I had a lot
1: of questions in the, t- yeah. in the, t- in the text chat, and none of them were <laughs> answered, so... You know, yeah, I know, embrace mean, the mystery here. I don't know. I mean, you can watch it yourself. It's
0: available uh, on YouTube and other digital platforms. Just actually not other ones, just that one. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just – it was basically – like nancy kerrigan dressed as the phantom of the opera and ice skating to the monster mash and other things like acting out little scenes and you know it, i i don't know it was 2004 people were recovering from george w bush being reelected i assume and w- why not do halloween on ice uh, i watched halloween with the adams family which was uh a it's all the original cast like twenty years later that they did or fifteen years later they did a hour and a half TV special which was actually a ton of fun. Um, we covered the Adams Family movies a couple years ago on on the podcast um, and we watched a little bit of the show as a point of reference and it was kind of seeing like it that that is a legitimately funny show for its era and I thought the Halloween special was a lot of fun. Um, I watched a kind of a cool old 1998 history documentary on the haunted history of Halloween, which kind of traced its origins, uh, through. And it definitely, like, it has the 98 vibes because it isn't, like, f- totally religious right poisoned and that, like, we have, we can't offend the audience because it had a lot of negative, negative things to say about the Christian appropriation of, like, other, uh, pagan holidays and, like, how important this was. And it was, like, it was, it was actually pretty, pretty interesting. Um, and hold on, I had a couple more. Oh, the one that I really want to talk about that I made that I loved. And it's probably actually one of my favorite watches of the month, which I know is somewhat bizarre. In my quest to find these weirdo holiday specials, I found one that aired in 1987 on NBC that was produced by the Disney Channel. It was called Disney TV Monster Hits, and it is bizarrely... most cases, like re-edited versions of all of this Disney content um, to pop hits of the era. So like Thriller or the Ghostbusters theme song. It's – I was – we were – you guys all watched it as well and I was kind of sharing It's one (laughs) of those things that like if I saw it on YouTube, I would go this is kind of silly and dumb. But – Seeing it like – and the uh, Internet Archive or Movie Archive or whatever has a restored HD version, which is also bizarre. Seeing it – knowing that this was like a real thing that they did was amazing. But I also think like so many of the clips from – that they use in these like mashups – I have never seen before. Like I, know, I couldn't tell you what movie they're from, and I think that also separates or TV show or whatever Disney archive that they went through to you know edit all this stuff together. And I've seen a ton of Disney stuff for my entire life, and I think that is also what made it so um, extremely watchable. That because this wasn't made by someone who just had access to whatever they were aware of for the past 40 years, but actually like people at Disney in 1987 put together a bunch of these clips and some of them, again, just showing like, you know, 60 different TV shows and movies over the course of one three minute pop song. I think it makes it really unique and odd in the funnest possible way. So I loved this. And this is actually one of my like weird, almost five bagger discoveries of the month.
2: I, I just pulled it up on Letterboxd Cause I was more curious about like, how many people have seen it and rated it and that kind of stuff, whatever, and it's a very low amount. And then I got very distracted because somebody gave it a half star
1: <laughs> and,
2: and I was like, What 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 about this is possibly whatever? And then I, I literally went to their account and they just rate every movie a half star. And I was like, Oh, okay. So the only <laughs> the singular half star this has is
1: just a person who that's all they do. Um Yeah, they pro they protest uh they protest the five star rating scale. They actually only give half stars and full stars. Yeah. So- uh it's, it's a half star is like uh you know that's an okay score cuz you know it's not a full star Yeah no but the the monster it's, it was so cool honestly it was it it
2: felt very surreal I mean just watching mm-hmm. all of it with the actual you know I guess I'm assuming obviously at the time licensed music but there's no yep. way like like you said it's like this this could be a case study on how quickly something could get taken down by YouTube, by like Disney, any of the music places. Like, I want, I would be curious to see what would it get flagged for first. Just you yeah, know, purely out of just like I, I wonder, but yeah, yeah. No. I
1: didn't know. I didn't know Disney had so many uh, cartoons about skeletons. Yeah, <laughs> oh, tons. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, and the fact that somehow
0: the Internet Movie Archive uh, remastered it, like it's definitely never been released in any format. Did so, they remaster yeah, it, it from
1: was, a VHS? I have no idea. It's all in HD, so I have I couldn't even begin to guess. Because it's not on. It's it's almost definitely not on printed film anywhere. <laughs> no, it was not yeah. it was probably distributed to directly to TV stations on beta. Yeah. So. That's it was probably remastered from like Betamax or something.
0: I don't know. It looks amazing. As I was, I was, I was sharing with you guys. It was something that, as I was watching, I wouldn't have been surprised if it, um, if it got shut off. Like that's how. Like someone's like, no, no, no. Like I, I said, I think I joked that I, I'm expecting to get a DRM like uh, Amber alert on my phone, <laughs> like oh. just because it feels. Like something that you are very much, uh, to your point, like you are not allowed to watch this.
2: I completely agree to the point where I, I think I watched it immediately
1: when you talked yeah. about it. I was like, okay, I, I
2: could see this yeah. in
1: 20 minutes, just be gone. I think we all watched it the same day for the same reason. I was like, oh, I I, I want to see what the fuck this this thing is. But yeah, I sent it to my family and my, uh, some of my, my nieces and nephews got a kick out of it. Yeah, uh, Aaron, what other kids movies did you watch? The only other thing I note that I didn't... I I didn't count
0: because it was unfortunately uh, like twenty some minutes, but I don't know if you guys ever read the book growing up.
1: There's a nightmare in my closet by Mercer Mayer. Yeah, almost definitely. I don't think it's so. Weird little, weird little uh, gerbil fucking guys with this. Oh hair. no, it's it's
0: not quite gerbils. Um, I think you're thinking of Where the Wild Things Are, Peter.
1: No, I'm thinking of Mercer Mayer. That fuck.
0: Oh yeah, Mercer Mayer <laughs> wrote like the little critters. <laughs>
1: I'm, yeah. thinking, of the little, I'm thinking, <laughs> You're thinking of a little, crit- little Critters. <laughs> the but little, he also
0: little, wrote he, he also wrote this series of books like There's an Alligator in My Bedroom or My Abbey. Attic- yes. Uh, yeah. Nightmare, Nightmare in My Closet. And Nightmare in My Closet freaked me out as a kid, but I kept reading it over and over. I found out they did an adaptation of that in Canadian TV in nineteen eighty uh uh nineteen eighty seven. Um and it holds and- up. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's uh, – it, the monster design, I watched it with my four-year-old because she loves that book. And the monster design, she's like, this is creeping me out. This is – she wanted to keep watching, but she was very clear. And it is a very creepy – like it looks exactly like the book, but it's very creepy. Uh, it may have been even like 18 minutes long. Highly recommended. Just a fun if you loved that book as a kid. And yeah, they made a weird Canadian ad- TV special adaptation on it.
1: Uh, yeah, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, I read that book as a kid for sure, but I obviously haven't read it in like, whatever, 20, 20 something. Oh, interesting.
0: Years. I've read it a hundred times in the last six months, Peter.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not on my annual reread list with like, I am legend. Um, yeah, I,
0: I can probably do it from memory right now if you
1: want <laughs> Um, Ryan. Did you watch any kitty stuff? I did. I that, feel that, like that's kind that, weird. Did you watch any children? <laughs> any films intended you know, for you, children? You know what? Family friendly <laughs> horror films. Um, <laughs> I uh, and <laughs> did you use NordVPN for? That? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> our sponsor tonight Morgan.
2: subway sandwich no, uh, <laughs> um i um i think in the first half i only watched the animated adams family was was i i had very few kids movies but i think in this back half i had a bunch so i had the hotel transylvania one through three i watched um i did not watch the i guess there's the fourth one yeah I, we tra- never got transform to that one this month either yeah um but no i really liked all those movies honestly it just like a, a very solid kind of catches you off guard with how you're just kind of – I mean, how any of those types of kids' movies get. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, wait. This is actually kind of funny. Oh, this is kind of clever. Oh, wait. And then all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're watching them. Um, and then I, I saw – I got around to Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, which yep. I agree with Peter's assessment where I was like, hey, this is more entertaining than I thought it'd be. And then I watched Fan of the Megaplex and I agree with Peter's uh, same thing there where I was like, wow. All these kids fucking suck. Yeah. I I really, and it was like from the get-go too, they're like, let me introduce you my friends. They're all the worst and here are their worst traits. And that's the only thing that defines them as characters in this movie. You're just like, okay, great. Don't worry, we gave them all annoying nicknames. Super, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I caught uh, Scooby Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah, and and I thought that not was the a,
0: one I told you to watch.
2: True, but I I, I, I like Courage growing up, and I like a lot of stuff. So I was like, all right, let's try it out. It was uh, pr- it it's fell flat. Good. It was it was pretty bad. I mean, like that just sucks, like because I loved Courage growing I, up. I thought I thought it'd be enough to get me by, but it it actually ended up being. I mean, it was a whatever fine movie, and obviously I'm not the demographic, but it was just one of them. Like, oh, I'm not I'm not getting anything out of this. I'm not. I'm just kind of slugging through it at this point. Um but no, out of those, the the Hotel Transylvania movies are definitely the the highlight. They were very entertaining and definitely something that I'd go back and watch again. Just as like a feel good movie. Um, and then I guess uh, Wendell and Wild, I, I would consider that. It could, yeah, yeah, we, we all watched too. that. Yeah, and we all watched that. I knew that. But um, and that one was also very good. I thought the the world building was cool. Um, obviously, all the stop uh, stop motion animation stuff is just. Wild. I mean, wild is what I was gonna say, but I would say it's Wendell. It's yeah. It's it's Wendell. Oh, Wendell. It, for, first, it's Wendell, then it's Wild. Um, <laughs> but no, it it's just there's so much work that goes into that, and it's so fluid and so good looking. Um, but yeah, so I think those are pretty much all the kids' movies I watched for the back half of this month.
1: Yeah, Wendell and Wild. I was so impressed with. I had such a fun time with it. The world building, it like like you said, the world building in it is is so tremendous. Like there's way way too many ideas stuffed into that that movie in a way that like I think I'll watch it next year and kind of know knowing where it's going. Like I'll be able to make more connections in my head because it's just overflowing. Henry Selick was clearly dying to make one of these things again. Um, I watched Hocus Pocus two, which is just like it's like the definition of a mediocre family movie. Um, I laughed quite a bit at Sam Richardson and Doug Jones's antics. Um the but I, my overall feeling was just sort of like malaise. Like I was just like oh we're, we could have let this just be a thing like that they do for like charity events and stuff. We didn't have to like, you know, really ra- really raise this 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 franchise from the dead. Um, not looking forward to Hocus Pocus three, which has been announced like today. Oh, um, really? Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. This, this time um, they're going to make fun of a Walgreens instead of a CVS or whatever, vice <laughs> <laughs> versa. So now, is my my within kids the kids and family movies, I'm going to have a category, a subcategory called category fraud. Um, and uh, it is uh, extraordinary tales, the Poe adaptation. The only reason I'm including this is because I would really love. If this was just like a thing they showed to kids in class when they're teaching them the Poe Tales. Okay. Because it's so it's so it's it's like not bloody and gruesome. The animation is really neat. And I would love if like junior high classes, when you're learning like liter like literature, and you know, sometimes in October they'll teach po like Poe short stories. Like it'd be awesome if Extraordinary Tales made the made that list. I, yeah, that's that potentially on my I list to agree. watch
0: with Maya, and I haven't yet, but it sounds like I should change that.
1: It's really fun, yeah. The, the animation is really, really neat. Um, Ryan, Ryan, what did you say? Oh,
2: sorry. I just said I watched it uh, as well, and I I thought the same thing. Like you said, it's not gore. I mean, not that necessarily. I agree. On Postov's gory, but like, it's not over the top. It's definitely, you know, friendly enough. But it it was an interesting way of actually seeing those stories. And f- for a lot of those it's stories that I've heard and seen adaptations, a lot of different ways, and I was still very interested and invested. Yeah, yeah. I was really. I was thinking Simpsons. Actually, that was like. I was like. There's lots of lots of different adaptations I've seen. I've seen the Homer. Simpsons? I've seen Lisa. The,
1: the Simpsons version of the Raven is, I think, the most screen accurate adaptation of the Raven I've seen. Um, oh, you haven't also, seen the one with John Cusack. That's two hours long.
2: Chicago's mm-hmm. own John Cusack. Uh,
1: I think that's about how Poe solves murders. Um, Yokai monsters. I watched the first two of them. Um, pretty pretty charming monster effects. The movies themselves are definitely like. These, like, family kids movies where, like, <laughs> there's a lot of downtime between the monsters attacking. The first one is sort of, like, reminds me of Godzilla, where it's, like, actually kind of spooky and scary. And then by the second one, it's, like, full on, like, all these monsters are your friends. Like, you want to be friends with all these monsters. Oh, interesting. All, like, I, cute, I somehow cute never cute got thick. to the second
0: one, which kind of bums me out, but I did love the first one.
1: Yeah, they're they're fun. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't obsessed with them the way I wanted to be. Uh, I also watched uh, Tammy and the T-Rex, the gore cut. Um, great movie which uh, yeah that was uh, one of the weirdest most unexpected uh, watches of the month uh, I, it, it, the whole time I was watching it it was like every scene I was like who is this for what wait what's doing? what's the gore cut that's, that's, the, that's the, one, the one you, the one watched. you watched on Shutter. oh okay so the original one that came out had none of the gore almost none of, like none of the sex it was rated right PG it
0: was, it was a kid it was rated right PG was kid, and it was a too.
1: kid's movie and then it was and then uh, uh, Vinegar Syndrome, I think, um, found the original cut, remastered it in HD, put it out on Blu-ray, and then it eventually ended up on Shudder. It mm. has all the gore restored. What I can't remember what it was because
2: I also watched it. It was very pleasantly surprised, was not expecting to be entertained. I thought it would be more eye-rolling and laughing at, but I was chuckling at a bunch of stuff. I can't remember what yeah. was the... Uh... Was it? We're in a testicular standoff. We're in a. Yeah. They're There's something where like, but really, I think I think who is this for was what I thought of multiple times. Though you're just like, I don't, I do, not get who this movie's aimed at. But I'm, but I'm watching it and I'm on board. I don't, I just don't know. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, the studio didn't know what it was aimed yeah, at either. No. Exactly. Um. So, what are your highlights, Aaron, for franchise?
0: Anything? For Man, franchise I watched you want to highlight. I mean, technically, I guess I watched a lot of franchise stuff. I did. I mentioned that I watched all the Frankens, the original 40s, Frankenstein, and uh, the Creature from the Black Lagoon movies. I did the same thing with the Mummy movies. So I watched all of the uh, – there's like four of them, which is like uh, Mummy's Ghost and Curse and Tomb in Hand and – they are not as good as the Frankenstein movies. I think a couple of them I had a good time with. On the bright side, they're all an hour long, so uh, uh, they're quick. But then I also followed up with Abbott and Costello Meet the Mummy, and also not as good as the Frankenstein <laughs> counterpart. Um, uh, but still fun. Again, it's there. There is sort of like uh, the those were perfect time fillers. Like when I was on a plane or just hanging out in a hotel room on a work trip, it's like, this is an hour. It's black and white. I can watch it on my tablet. I'm not losing anything. Like this is, this is fine. Sometimes you need a spooktober. That's not all five baggers, especially when you watch 136 fucking movies. <laughs> um, I don't, this doesn't quite count as a franchise, but I treat it as such. So, uh, right now, I, well, I don't know if still right now, uh, but in October, they had all of these Shiro Honda movies Uh, They had a collection on the Criterion channel, and I had seen all the Godzilla ones. So when we were doing the Godzilla month, I was noting that I was trying to watch some of the other Honda-directed kaiju movies that technically exist in the Godzilla universe because they all show up and Destroy All Monsters. But so many of them were hard to find uh, or hard to find a good version. And they put out a ton of these movies, not just the kaiju stuff, but other Shiro Honda movies – that uh, remastered in HD that had basically, uh, you know, uh, in with subtitles that in some cases had were extremely hard to find. So I felt like being such a big Godzilla fan, being such a big Honda fan, that I owed it to myself to try to watch everything that was on there. So I did. I watched everything that I hadn't seen. Uh, so that's like the kaiju stuff that's in the same cinematic universe or whatever <laughs> you would call it as godzilla like uh varon and frankenstein conquers the world and the war of the gargantuans and then uh the other non uh godzilla stuff like the mysterians and dagora and space amoeba and matango and uh i think i said the mysterians <laughs> Uh, and I, I loved all of them. I mean, all of them were between three and a half to four and a half stars. And like th- whether it was the sets or the models, uh, the one I would really call out that I would recommend if you were like, well, I don't have time to watch all this. Um, I have a life I'm leading uh, would be Degora, which is his kaiju movie about almost like a weird uh, space cloud that, like, has tentacles that reaches out. It's so different than everything else he did from, like, that kind of monster attacking. And the 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 special effects in the attack scenes are, like, gorgeous and amazing, especially for the time. So I would highly recommend seeking out that one, although they're all uh, somewhat worth watching. I did finish all of the canonical um, Hammer Dracula movies. The ones I would really recommend are... Uh, Besides some of the early ones, they, after six movies, they get bored of having uh, a recurring character of him in Victorian England, and they actually take him to the 70s, which ends up being its own weird period piece uh, with Dracula AD 1972 and the Satanic Rites of Dracula. And those are two amazing ones. And they also work if you never want to go back and see all the other ones. They work as kind of their own thing, even though they're technically connected to the other movies. I technically haven't seen the ninth Hammer one, but that is just a dracula name only it doesn't um doesn't start christopher reeve it's not part of the that eight movie series which as i said is very connected uh but it is just it's called i think uh, dracula and the legend of the seven rings about kung fu dracula um i do want to seek it out it is an out of print and, not, and very hard to find and cannot get it on streaming
1: um, While you're there really quickly yeah. i watched uh brides of dracula um yeah the hammer one um very fun um, it was not the best Hammer Horror movie I've no. seen, um, but I really like The Brides. I also found out there's, like, a very famous image of one of The Brides has, like, a very distinctive face. And it was like, oh, that's the scary Dracula face that they use in movies sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, when – it gets even better after that. I think
0: Brides is good. I really like uh, when Christopher Lee comes back in Dracula, Prince of Darkness and um, – so definitely would recommend uh, picking up on that next year if you feel like it. I watch both the Orphan movies, which both rule, but especially First Kill is amazing. Um, I, both in the way it subverts kind of the expectations of the first movie while having just a great fun slasher. Uh, I highly recommend those movies. That that was a, a friend of the show, Carrie. They've guested many times on our, our show, and they were very vocal about the. These are actually good movies, and you should watch them. And I'm I'm very glad that I did.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I watched Orphan uh, last year, cause of Carrie, and uh, one of the best things i watched all year was oh so good. man you
0: have to i know i think you avoid it because you're like i'm not gonna get a paramount i got a paramount plus subscription for
1: this but uh you're whenever still... <laughs> it's like it's it's like you're telling me i need to join scientology it's just not gonna happen um, yeah, whenever it's available in a real
0: thing next year go ahead and do that
2: i also <laughs> watched orphan one and two hadn't seen either of them and i was very pleasantly surprised with yeah. orphan Two for kill i like Yeah, there's no there's no reason for that movie to work, and like all the tricks and stuff. Even though you can see a lot of when they're you know switching to the actual child actor, all that kind of stuff. Whatever you're like, it's really smooth. It's the fact that they took an adult and made a prequel movie, and it works as well as it does is is very impressive.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, And I did look it up. Like uh, the actress who plays the. Eponymous orphan was a kid. Esther. In the first one. Now is in her 30s in the second one.
2: Oh yeah, because um, I saw then, she's in some other movie where she's like a rower or something coming out.
0: Yeah, my wife only watched part of the second one while I was on in the background. She's like, "Is that supposed to be a kid?" <laughs> <I'm> like, well, <laughs> yes and no. I don't. Um, uh, there's a little bit of suspension of disbelief because she definitely looks older, even though they did a good job of. It is fun. Still oh yeah, childlike, yeah. absolutely. But it's funny going
2: from like a a child actor playing a child playing an adult Adults, to yeah. an adult playing a child playing an adult whatever you're like Please okay it. all right okay sure yeah all right
1: i get it i can see some graphs uh, i it's actually like got graphs a of development season four shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you seen uh, fringe no <laughs> i did get a little bit franchise crazy in general just because when one of the things is i was watching so many movies it's just like i just need to put something on that i don't need to be there especially daytime stuff and So I watched Exorcist 2 and 3. Exorcist 2 is as bad as people said. Although there...
2: Oh, don't let Pazuzu hear you say that.
0: I gave it two and a half stars. (laughs) Maybe so I do like it more than than some people. I do think, like, I just appreciated the budget and the... Even though it's not a good movie, watching so many of these, like, two-hander straight-to-shutter horror movies, like, I did have an appreciation for, like, this failed, but this was a huge goddamn movie. <laughs> like, with actual sets and map paintings and hundreds and hundreds and extras and, like, John Borman's directing it. and it, Like, there was a sense of, like, scale in its failure that I, like, appreciated as, um, as I just see so many, like, either cheapo horror sequels or... Um, or just like cheapo horror movies because you know get a horrifying concept easy to make uh, but Exodus 3 we can pause to talk about because I know <clears> both uh, both Ryan and I watched it at Peter's long time long term recommendation
1: that movie is fucking great I don't oh, know so good. Yeah, I was blown, yeah, I blown away by it, it. Uh, Legion I want to say it's better than uh, Legion is Legion. We're finally yeah. here. Legion finally has uh, enough enough to constitute a legion. Um, yeah. It is. It has, uh, in my opinion, the best uh, jump scare of all time. Uh, which one? Endings, you said
0: that. And which one? Which one did you mean? The it's, hallway sequence.
2: Yeah. So it's it's when the the nurse or whatever is checking all the rooms and it's getting yeah. more and more tense. And then when she's walking out of that last room and locks and walks away. Then all of a sudden. There's somebody right behind her with a knife, and it zooms in and makes a good noise, and it's a pretty yeah, good... I mean, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about, right, Peter? Yeah. No, it's
1: okay. 100%. Yeah, I remember um, that part, yeah. Okay. And uh, Brad Dorif's like, it's insane so monologues, like... Oh. Could watch I Could forever. That was yeah. one of those where, like,
2: I, I think that his scenes... Um, Rivaled only maybe with certain scenes in Pearl, where I was like, "Wow, I am so glued and completely fixated on the TV right now." Like it, it's yeah. purely just because of him. You're like, "Oh man, it is so he's it's just so entertaining."
0: Yeah, I think we're gonna talk about our top five, and I um I haven't fully fleshed out. I'll get there by the end of it, but if that's not in the top five, it's like six or seven because it was just fantastic. And I I got to pick up that uh, Shout Factory. Blu-ray because I know, Peter, you said there's two endings and both are great and I'm not entirely sure which one
1: I watched but I definitely watched the other one. Yeah, I yeah I think you watched the because it's on Shutter. I think you watched the, like the restored proper Peter uh, Blatty uh, version, okay. um, which I I, I believe. Um, but uh, both cuts ha- I think have, have great endings, and uh, this was one of those situations where I think Morgan Creek had the director's cut like hidden in a basement. And they yeah. thought it was lost for years, and then they found it, and then they put it on Blu-ray. It's like a fucking honestly, if you great. have this is really
0: tough for you to hear, Peter. I know because you live in California, but if you do have a basement, go look. Because that's where they find most lost films.
1: Yeah. That's why I don't have a basement, is because I just don't want the pressure. Anybody oh, listening yeah. right now, go to your basement, see if there are
2: any films down there. Just any yeah. reels,
0: any ideally lost films if you find one that everyone already has access to you've really not done anything with
2: it. Oh six cents
0: everyone has this (laughs) (laughs) yeah I have films that's where I keep my blu-ray collection (laughs) sir thank you (laughs) Um, I also speaking of like X Exodus is a movie I saw, I think, I think in junior high and never bothered with the sequels. And I caught up with him. Same with The Omen, which is a movie that I watched in high school or junior high and never bothered with the sequels. I was always curious about three because it has that Sam Neill magic. I was going to say, that, that was I, another one
2: where you were talking up the third one.
0: Third one's really good. Sam Neill's The Antichrist is great. The uh, the ending of that movie is so goddamn funny, though, because it's like – I mean, da- da- the omen ends on like an ominous, hey, the Antichrist is here and he's fine and people that opposed him have been murdered and bad news. And that's essentially how Damien uh, Omen 2 ends, too. Uh, again, the, the – I, I liked it. It's, again, a very odd like – for the type of horror sequels they make now, they made them very different in 1978. It's a very slow-moving prep school. Uh, a show of him, uh, basically the same things happening again, but I, I actually still really liked it. I gave it three and a half stars and I had a good time with it. Um, but uh, that one ends the same way. Like, uh, you know, he more and more people were on to him and it didn't fucking matter because he's <laughs> the Antichrist. And then Omen 3, where you literally have like, The Antichrist, um, you know, play adult Sam Neill, he's doing even more evil Antichrist stuff. He's really leaned into the fact that he's the son of Satan and is going to put the pieces into place to bring about the book of Revelation. And that all rules. And then the very end of the movie, the last two minutes... They, someone like – there's a, there's, a, there's a kind of a thread running through of like, hey, you know, in that book, you lose. And he's like, here's how we're not going to lose and all that kind of stuff. Well, at the end, he does lose. Jesus comes back. Everyone prays. And then there's all this scripture on the screen. Like, like I'm supposed to be happy that God won <laughs> at the end of the Omen movie? Like, I don't think you know why I was watching these movies, directors <laughs> of the Omen. Like, it's a bizarre – you are so – Sam Neill is chewing scenery you're clearly supposed to be on his side and like just excited that you're following this
1: like evil guy for the movie and the ending of that is just bizarre even if it just ended with him being like elected president or something and like it leaves the implication that there's still more story to tell like yeah please for the love of Christ don't end it with like a ray of light yeah. <laughs> Ugh, yeah love of Christ. Bizarre. Um, yeah, I like the going going idea of getting the rug pulled out from
2: under you and then and then forcing you to, like, read. You're like, that's not yeah. I, that's not what I come here for movies, and that's not what I came here for this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, Ryan, I also have to note that I knew how the movie ended because I saw a little bit of it on TV, and then a couple years ago, I actually, like, watched the whole thing together for some spooktober or something, and uh, it still works. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he, so, haven't so seen it. It
0: actually helps knowing, like, hey, uh, so at the end of this, Jesus comes back and they want you to pray. I don't know what that's about. Just ignore it. I
2: was going <laughs> to say, haven't seen it we'll probably forget by next october love sam neil um, I'll, I'll definitely watch it
0: so uh the there's two other things that i think are worth talking about as a series um all all, all of us watched a bunch of the short shorter films they're still like an hour long in gail mel del toro's cabinet of uh curiosities i was gonna say peculiar peculiarities and i'm like (laughs) um uh yeah i only
1: i'm just picking a you're like uh what's who's the who's the the uh, porky pig you're just picking a series of words you can't pronounce (laughs) i I couldn't pronounce it on short notice you need to practice these things peter um (laughs) i try to make fun of it once a year but it was just
0: very funny how you picked another word you could peculiarities (laughs) there we go see i slowed down I, i pressured myself um
2: that's where you go curiosities.
0: That's probably what Gilbell's del Toro did. Yeah. 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 Nah, it's too hard for me. Uh I watched Six of the Eight and I just ran out of time, basically. Or I'm I'm looking forward to going I skipped Dreams of the Witch House because Peter was a little middling on it, and then I didn't get to the last one, Jennifer Ken's, just because I didn't get to it. But I had a great time. Uh the viewing and um uh, autopsy autopsy are my two favorite by far. Oh, yeah. Uh, autopsy's yep. probably going to be in the top five. I've been thinking about that since I've watched it, but overall the, the whole series is such a little miracle.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely agree on on those two being the best. However, I highly rated uh, all of the other ones ex- uh, and then gave Dreams in the Witch House uh, kind of like a middling oh. one. Um, I'm sorry, the Twilight director is not a very...
2: I, I think that that one was the clear weak link. I mean... You you can have your taste in specifically what you're looking for for horror, whatever, but like that that one just. Was the only one where I kind of was looking at my watch like, oh, so how much is left? Not that I was like not having a good time, but all the other ones I was like sucked in and like fully on board. And um, also
1: graveyard rats is 39 minutes and dreams in the witch house is like over an hour. And I'm like, Look uh, at that. let's cut all the bullshit. We're, let's yeah. Cut all, let's cut all the bullshit. Yeah. We, we the covered and
0: we both love uh, the the Masters of Horror. Stuart Gordon dreams in the
1: witch house yes and and i think that this one is a little scarier and it does have is it brown brown jenkins the little rat guy um i i probably got that name wrong but the little the real, little rat guy with the human face i think like both of those like it's scarier and and the little jenkins guy is is more compelling effect i think in um in this one um however uh almost everything else about the uh the Stuart gordon version is superior which is is just a shame
0: yeah um And then the last thing I would just – we also all watch that's part of a series, theoretically the end of a series, that we all loved and a lot of people fucking hate. Uh, Mm -hmm. I saw someone put it as their worst watch of October and give it a star after they listed all their – which is insane. You were wrong. Uh, And that is Halloween Ends, which I think may be my favorite of the three. New Halloween movies and probably – which I guess would mean like depending on how much I'm talking about Legacy Loves,
1: is probably my third favorite overall after Halloween and Halloween 3. time will be enormously kind to halloween ends uh time will edify halloween ends it is it is such a blast i i do not know i as someone who i I, it's sort of become a cliche among horror people now but like saying like i'm not really much into slasher movies i am into like two out of three of the new halloween movies the original halloween is one of my favorite movies of all time like halloween is kind of a little bit of the exception to that rule um and uh uh fucking this this fran- this one gave me something that like when you've actually seen halloween 4 5 6 h2o resurrection like you've seen the fir- the second half of the rob zombie halloween like you watched Halloween, their Halloween soft reboot in 2018 that, like, was essentially just Halloween again, but it yeah. takes place in the same chronology. And then you watch Halloween Kills, which is just, like, a series of very cool kills strung together by a horrifically shitty plot. What At what point are you like, yep, what I wanted was another movie where Michael Myers just kills people in Haddonfield again? Like, what the fuck... What the fuck did people want? I didn't understand. 17 movies where he does the same shit over and over again, and it's never been as good as the original. And I don't understand that, like,
2: the people who act like it's some sacred text. Like, I get I get that Halloween is the horror movie. Um, I get I get all that stuff. But like looking at Halloween ends and acting as if more than half of the movies aren't kind of shit. Yeah. And anyways, And then also I liked Halloween Ends. So you're just like, okay, I mean, like Aaron said, it's like Halloween Kills is definitely, I think, the weakest of that trilogy. Yeah, and and I think
0: when we talked last year, because we all watched it too, we were like, mm -hmm. man, we're we're going through biggest disappointments. Because we all liked the original 2018 David Gordon Green reboot or legacy sequel, uh, it was like, man, this sucked.
2: (laughs) I I was – I was so disappointed with that one. And then I I will say the one bit that I did love reading about afterwards was – I think it was David Gordon Green and um – He was sending notes or meeting with John Carpenter and he asked, he like uh, on the original pitch or the original draft or whatever, he's like, Let me know if this is too much, too much like Christine. And that was the thing that people were pointing at where they're like, He was telling us what kind of movie it was. And he's like, He kind of did. And it's, I kind of love that that comparison. Apparently, you know, in the interview, whatever John Carpenter was like, No, it's great. I love it. That kind of thing. But I was like, Oh, I do see what he means by that. Like, that's kind of cool. I like that, that. That's the comparison in his mind where he's like, Well, I don't want it to be, you know, Christine or anything like that.
1: I think this is the last Jedi of the Halloween movies, um, which is it's a movie that like is a- actually has a cogent new direction to take the series in and is like actually a, fo- a focused effort to um, and a confident effort to extremely to compelling to watch too. to do something new yeah. and is an absolute blast to watch like beginning to end and the at the end of it, um I was so shocked because I watched, I think, the night it came out. Um, I was so shocked that, like, on the next day, seeing people on Letterboxd yeah. and seeing people on Twitter just blowing it up as, and being mad at it for, like, not being a real Halloween movie. And I was like, you've gotten so many mediocre Halloween movies. Why are you not happy that the franchise is doing something cool with, like, the myth of Michael Myers? And why are you ex- aren't, aren't you excited that this movie finally nailed... The thing that slasher movies have been trying to do forever, which is like, Michael Myers has a has a protege, yeah, because that's it's something that the Halloween series itself ran away from previously with I think it was Jamie was the little girl they were hinting that this little girl Jamie was going to be the next Michael Myers and then the next movie the producers got got cold feet or whatever because the performance wasn't as good and they were like okay we're not actually going to have a new Michael Myers that's a girl we're not actually going to do that and then I think the, Fr- the, the Friday the 13th tra- franchise also sort of like tried to hand it off the reins to the new generation but like fucked it up like there's France slasher franchises have been trying to do this for forever and one finally does it in a series that frankly if it had been kept going and that straightforward you know Michael is out in Haddonfield killing people again path again it would have been it would have been it would have been worse than Halloween Kills because it would have hurt yeah. even more. Yeah I, I would have watched
0: Halloween Kills makes kind of that mistake of like let's I mean the kind of in some ways the same way same mistake Halloween 2 makes where it's like let's follow this up immediately following the last movie. And And then since the last movie ended in such a satisfying way, that immediate this picks up seconds later can't help but feel like it's undermining the ending of a really good movie. And then when they only have – they don't really have anything to build on from it besides getting back to a similar point, it feels bad. And, of course, Halloween Kills also had that weird – like, pro-cop sort of messaging that was going on. at the Yeah. Way. I mean, it's always a bad time for that. It was especially a fucking bad time for it, you know, a year ago or uh, stuff like that. So it, it – when I thought they're like, oh great, so now he's disappeared and he's fine, and the end, and that now it's going to be another Halloween night, but now she's happy and not like it. That's what I felt like it was going early on, and when they immediately did away with that and they focused on something else for for so much of it, I was just so. Entranced, And it is – I mean the amount of people that didn't like Halloween – I don't know anyone that likes Halloween Kills. I feel like it got bad reviews. But there
1: wasn't also, It's also fun – not to interrupt, but it is kind of yeah. fun that they recap Halloween Kills in this movie in a way that like now I can watch Halloween 2018 and this together as yeah. as a unit. Oh, yeah. And move on. Sorry. Go go on. Well, I was just going to say – like, Halloween Kills is, has been made irrelevant forever now for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, it, is, it is telling though – Halloween kills no one liked in the same way no one liked Rise of Skywalker but there people were just like yeah that sucked moving on with our lives and i think like last jedi is a good call out because i think the amount of vitriol for both last jedi and halloween ends is like another reminder that even like the nerdiest of online nerds and even some like you know people that are just watching movies. I mean, it's okay not to like things, but I do think sometimes the worst thing you can do is not make a bad version of something that you like, but to try to do something new with, with something you like and to try to take something and like change it. Cause that's, that's why people hated last Jedi, right? Like they were like, no, you're supposed to be special with the force, and the good guys are the good guys, and like it, you know, it, and the Jedi's are good. They tried their best, and the whole Last Jedi's whole point is like, yeah, no, none of that. You, you guys all saw the prequels. You saw how bad they've been at this. Like, let's let's take it in a different direction. Actually, build on what came before, and uh, I, I think to a lesser extent, and, and not on a, as big of a scale, Halloween ends at the same thing. Like, we don't need to see. An unstoppable Michael coming back, like what effect is he having on the people around him and 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 they did that unsuccessfully in Halloween kills um but but michael was still very much the main antagonist and then i think they had something interesting to say about halloween ends and everyone went how dare you not give us another shitty movie uh, and, I yeah. i always and feel
2: and, like and, there's and, like, like a weird balance between we want more of the same but if you do that then they're like well this is just the same but if you change it then they're like well, wait this isn't my movie and you're like okay well you know i like when it when it gets super microscopic where i saw people online being like so i'm supposed to be scared of some guy named Corey in in a franchise where the guy's name is Michael. Michael. You're like, I, I mean, okay, I guess we're kind of really, you know, splitting ends here. But He's got a normal name? Um, oh, he's just named Corey. Give me, give Corey me Michael, and Jason, and, Michael. and Fred. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: people have been making people have been making jokes about him having the same name as the Austin Powers guy for like thirty years, man. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, and then the only other real call out, I mean, positive call out I'll have for Halloween Ends is the opening scene was awesome. It. It, so it 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 hooked me immediately, and again, I was like, "All right, I'm in. I want to see where this is going." Like, that's what you need yeah. from an opening scene. It was it was good.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I if you don't like Halloween ends as a horror movie, totally legitimate. Um, like, you just watch it as a horror movie, and you're like, "Didn't work for me." Totally legitimate. These things are all like, you know, there's everybody. I mean, you can't account for taste, right? It's it's just it's how how it works. But like, I do not understand how how why the fandom turned on this one. So so viciously other than it broke formula and then it still gave you michael action some of the best kills in the movie are are attributed to michael myers right yeah anyways i mean uh, the other
0: one they hate or they hated especially at the time is halloween three and that's what i would call one of the other best
1: ones so yeah (laughs) um so oh i also watched oh, while we're here uh, i know it's not my time yeah no i, I, I i'm done i'm done with i watched halloween dreams. curse of michael myers yeah. i watched the producer's cut which i was uh instructed years and years ago whenever it came out on dvd that like oh this is the better cut i've never seen either cut uh i watched it uh this is the one that uh implies that michael was part of a uh cult called the cult cult of thorn Um, in, in the theatrical cut, um, you get most of this creepy narration delivered to you by Paul Rudd. Um, and then in the, in the, the producer's cut, it's delivered to you by Dr. Loomis. It's just very strange. Anyways, (laughs) um, the producer's cut is, if it's better than the theatrical cut, it's still, the theatrical cut must be like a one-star fucking movie. It's, um, Halloween, Halloween six sucks, four sucks, five sucks. (laughs) I, I don't, I like, I don't like, I Uh, because
2: how many are there 13 12 i mean counting all of them i haven't seen four
1: through six
0: and then i haven't seen resurrection peter if you want to watch like an okay one i remember halloween h2o being okay
1: yeah i i will eventually watch that but i felt after halloween ends i was like i want to watch the other weirdo that um that introduced a bunch of lore uh to the series uh and this this one wasn't uh wasn't it um yeah so ryan what uh franchise that slasher's uh, franchise slash slashers did we uh did you get into
2: um we hit most of mine because me and aaron were watching a lot of the same stuff which i love it was let's see halloween ends the orphan movies cabinet of curiosities uh we had the final vhs movie which i'll consider okay. a franchise actually when you were leading into the halloween ends one and you were talking about how like oh it's you know the last entry that kind of stuff whatever i was like I thought you were talking about VHS, and when you said that, I was like, "Wait, what?" I thought they already announced the next one. And Then you said Halloween, and I was like, "Oh yeah, right—the one that literally <laughs> has ends in the in the title." Which was like, I thought I thought the new VHS was—you know—it's always a mixed bag, but it was still good. I always—I don't think I'll ever be sick of them because it's yeah, it's short form. It gives a bunch of different directors a, a swing at things, and if you're not driving with something or you don't love it, then you just kind of move on to the next one. And it's th- that format lends itself so well to horror. Cause you can, you can kind of get a, a taste of a bunch of different stuff through a bunch of different, uh you know, visions and you walk away with like a whole lot of different ideas. So even if it's not, you know, I think I end up giving it a three and a half. I'm not positive, but it's like, even though it didn't blow me away, you're like, Oh, they're just such a fun time. I, I always look forward to the VHS movies And then uh, the other one, which we did talk about a decent amount, but I'll touch on it since I had never sat down and watched the first one is the Exorcist movies. So I obviously was very familiar with the first one. I'd seen a lot of clips of it either just in passing on the TV screen or flipping the channel or just in the many, many, many uh, jokes about it throughout different TV shows and movies out the year years. But um no, Exorcist was, you know, unsurprisingly great. It is spoiler my my top one of the the month. It's it, it was great. It's just a perfect you know horror movie. Yeah, it, it lives up to the hype. I, I loved That's the. It's pretty impressive
0: considering how many years of parody movies you have probably. Liked. Uh, oh yeah,
2: I mean the the amount because you're like okay, I, I I know the vomiting, I know the I know I know all the you know, stuff. The power of Christ compelling I know the power. Yes, absolutely. And then the the two things that stuck to me was one, I I don't think because I feel like a lot of the times when I'd see it growing up, it'd be on TV, so I never saw the like when she's just. Actually, jabbing herself with the cross, I was like, Whoa, okay. I, think I was just like, It was just one of those where I was just like, Oh, shit, this movie's like full, fully going for it. Like, yeah, I, I just uh, in my own head assumed that there'd be some sort of like bumper guards against just going all out. Um, and then the other part that yeah, I thought that's was why the
0: movie was not good for her mental health, that she <laughs> shared later, yeah. On.
2: yeah. Uh, the other part that I thought was uh, in some ways even better was just the the. Prior to actively trying to, you know, perform this exorcism, was the like diagnosis, medical torture esque scenes. Like those, those ones were getting under my skin more than anything else. Was just like the going to the doctor, the getting prodded, the the MRIs, all all the different things. Is like, oh, so like it it for a movie that of course is always highlighted as. Uh, you know uh a vomiting all over a swearing at the priest uh hey, your mother is a fucking girl in hell like all that kind of stuff you're like oh there there are different interesting elements of horror throughout it where it's just like ooh, oh i didn't expect to like be hitting that part of it Ooh, i didn't expect that kind of like to be getting under my nerves um so yeah i mean it was just unsurprisingly but i i was happy i finally got around to it that was another one where i thought it was funny i was Uh, when I was chatting with my dad about it, I mentioned it and he he was so surprised that I hadn't seen it that... He just assumed he goes, Oh, did they do a, did they, did they make like a remake of that one? And I was like, Oh, no. And he's like, But I thought that these were all supposed to be first watches. And I was like, I've never, I've never watched The Exorcist. And he was like, Oh, okay. Wow. That's just surprising. That one in a uh, scanners. I really let you down. It really was. Well, he did seem like he's like, Huh. Okay. It was that one in scanners for the two where he's like, You, and you've really never seen it? I was like, No. I, I just never, never sat down and watched it in full for sure. Scanners, I I don't think I really saw anything except for that explosion stuff. Um, but, but yeah, so that's all of my franchise stuff. And then slashers real quick would be Halloween ends. Cause of mine was mine was a light one. And then the other one was hatchet Two, which um, I would, I would actually recommend it is a, is a very stupid movie, but um, a lot of the kills are, are ramped up just enough on the stupid level where it's still fun to watch, but you, you get some whole very dumb visuals that i i had a good time with but yeah that's about it for me
1: um yeah aaron any slashers you want to chuck in
0: no I, i definitely went through i ended up watching a lot of franchise stuff so i think i went through half of the back 70 i watched just through the the franchise stuff what about you peter what'd you watch for franchise and slasher stuff
1: um let's see so slasher wise um I guess this is the sort of counts but like where else does barbarian fit <laughs> like it's a uh, uh barbarian has a central central without spoiling anything barbarian has a I'm pushing Um, back because there's no slash. Where's the slashing, Peter? (laughs) It's more of a smash than slash. They're smashing. Um, No slashing.
0: (laughs) I kept hearing the name because I stayed away from – because we were like, don't learn anything about this movie. Because – and then we won't spoil it because it's relatively new even when this comes out. But – I the name Zach Krieger or who directed it I like I kept having that I'm like I'm sure I've heard that before but they kept talking about this basically being his first movie I'm like where have I heard that and it was like when I looked it up afterwards I'm like oh my god of course <laughs> he's the he's like the other main guy besides Trevor Moore from the Whitest Kids you know yeah did all the stuff and I for some reason though those two weren't clicking uh, I didn't and, I didn't know that he did
2: it until the end credits and it pop, I mean I even recognized him in the bar scene. With his back yeah. to us or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." I, I like, I like picked up on that, and then when his name popped up at the very end, I was like, "Wait, what?" And I like googled it immediately. I was like, "Oh my god, that's crazy! It's so well done for you know a first major film, right? For him at least."
0: Yeah, yeah, I he did. He did the um, Miss March with the Whitest Kids, you know, which is I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's terrible. Hmm. Uh, but then he also did something that was the Civil War on Drugs, which um, they directed as a movie the whitest kids you know it's supposed to be really good and i noticed it's on amazon prime they like ended up airing it in skits in the final season of the whitest kids you know because no one could would release it as a film um so they aired it as like a part like a part thing but i saw someone i don't know if because trevor moore's recent passing but they finally put it on amazon prime
2: um i was gonna say i think i've seen a youtube video of one of the quote skits like cut out of it but,
0: so I may check it out. Just but uh, but yeah, I hope. I mean, I'm not surprised. We always talk about. I mean, it's not a new observation, but that comedy and horror are so similar in the way that you're either trying to get the scare or the punchline, and and everything else is set up.
2: Oh yeah, because both of them are also just based on reading people and being able to kind of trick their emotions. So I feel like since you already get that with comedy, yeah. then it, it's, it's an easy shift over. Yeah. Um, the other thing I will say about Barbarian, without you know, again, not giving anything away. I, I really liked it, thought it was very solid. I thought both of the – I felt like it was over overhyped in terms of the reveal, the reveal, the reveal, whatever that means. I felt like that's – I still heard that going into it and then kind of like a, ooh, it's so sick. I don't know whether it's because I've watched enough horror movies or what. I didn't think that either of those things were super true. Like I, I wasn't even necessarily sure what the big reveal was. Or or any what what specifically that meant in terms of you know anything. I just thought it was a very solid horror movie. I mean, there are obviously weird elements. I get that, whatever. But I was just like, no, it's just if if somebody told me, hey, this is a really good horror movie, I still would have checked it out.
1: I I really liked it. It was not um I I, I it's not uh like my favorite horror movie of the year by any stretch, but uh absolutely worth going in cold. Some of the most fun I had watching a movie. I was laughing at like. Every 10 minutes, I was there was, like, a moment where I was, like, laughing and clapping. Would have been very fun to see it in theaters, but I didn't. Um, a slasher that I watched that Aaron has been trying to get me to watch for years is Baby Blood. Um, so good! Which is very weirdly hard to find for some reason. Um i ended up watching it on like amc plus
0: yeah i had, had ordered i had to get the blu-ray it was like a kino like release but yeah i saw it was on amc plus yeah so it's which a, has like uh, a 10 percent sliver
1: of movies that isn't on shutter even though they're owned by the same company <laughs> it's, it's nonsense and baby Lo- blood would be a movie that would blow up on shutter right um so um very fun french uh slasher movie uh very much reminds me of prevenge um from uh, the alice lowe movie from a bunch of years ago i really liked uh this is better than that as a movie uh also has a really wicked sense of humor definitely recommend that um i watched road games which is that a strange oh yeah that was a late ad that i didn't get to strange australian thriller um more of a thriller than a slasher but uh it doesn't fit anywhere else um and what's weirdest about it is that it's an australian movie where both the leads are um americans jamie lee curtis and um stacy (laughs) keach it's very strange but yeah it's about a trucker Uh, a lot of the best stuff in the movie is just conversations between the two because they're both very charming um and then uh dark knight of the scarecrow was one that i know we watched oh yeah it was great that's definitely sort of like a ghostly slasher setup um and uh sort of a cosmic revenge tale i really liked it it is um It is uh, one of those movies that uh, perhaps the hype um, for it was too big um, because I I didn't end up like – being like blown away by it but it's competent and fun in a way like those early 70s horror movies were where they were just like this is just a story we're telling but we need something scary to keep you to watching past the commercial breaks um yeah i yeah, feel like the 80s made for tv movie i thought it did fantastic
2: absolutely but i feel like that is one of those where in a couple months most of that will blend into similar movies in my head where i'm like
1: oh oh right yeah yeah, yeah that movie oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to chuck a, f- a few in here that are, uh, you know, not really slashers, but I'm going to chuck a few in here that are kind of riffing off of slashers. Velvet Buzzsaw was one that uh, I put oh, off for yeah. years because people said it was garbage. And I watched it. I really liked it. Probably, probably one of the biggest surprises of the month. I watched it as like a uh, one of those movies. I was like, I'll have this on my, my tablet while I kind of just chill on the couch in the afternoon. And I actually stopped watching it so that I could um, I stopped watching it and put on a documentary so that I could watch it at night with like the lights off because I was enjoying it so much and I liked the way it looked so much um velvet buzzsaw is really really fun i liked it probably more than anyone else in my my little letterboxd rating follow um, I'm, I'm happy you
2: liked it though because that's i agree with you that that's one where it is gone on and off of my like bucket of horror movies to watch both for because i heard people didn't like it but then also because i'm like is this a, i mean there's always the is this a horror? is it whatever i I just didn't know um, it's firmly a
1: horror movie and all the performances in it are so much fun i mean if, if so much
2: if, fun. if Either of you two recommend something even, like, semi-heartedly. I'm like, okay, I'll
1: watch it. I mean, like, so that's enough for me. I'm like, okay, cool. That that was back in the bucket immediately. I was like, all right, great. I was expecting to hate it. Um, another one I was expecting to hate, and I guess I'm just going to include it in the slasher bucket, is Fresh. And I really liked Fresh. Fresh, Fresh was so fun. Fresh was- I almost watched that the
0: last night, and I didn't, because I'm like, nah, I'm just, I'm done for the... I but- I snuck that in at the end, too,
2: and that was one where I, um it was the last day I watched it, and... It it got the the it pulled the short straw where I was like okay I have to I have to work out I still have to do stuff because October I I definitely fall off a little bit for that because I'm watching too many movies um but that was one where all of a sudden I was like oh, I haven't I haven't done anything for my workout for the last 15 minutes because I'm just sucked into the movie and so I was I was hoping that I'd like it I was surprised with how much I was grabbed by it and just like enjoyed the performances and the the like charisma between Sebastian Stan and Daisy Edgar Jones is that her name?
1: Yeah, yeah. She's she's pretty young. She's like 24 and she's already been in two things that have been really impressive to me, Fresh and um Under the Banner of Heaven.
2: Yeah, she um, I can't remember there were a couple other things, where I feel like all of a sudden yeah, she was one of those people where it's like she popped up in one or two things and then all of a sudden she was in a bunch of stuff and she seems like she's always very solid.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's she's great. I'm glad you also liked Fresh. Um, very fun. Also, it's one of those movies that just kind of like I I didn't hear about it till it was kind of dumped on Hulu. So, yeah, check it out. Get it. Get it on your list for next year. Uh, and then, absolutely, slashers, um, axe and pearl. Um and those will be oh, yeah. very highly ranked when we do our twenty best of twenty twenty two. I guess um, those will both be very very highly ranked uh, in that list. Uh, Pearl is maybe the best movie I've seen this month. Uh, it's it's, it's definitely top five. Yeah, I, I saw X came out, movie. but yeah. yeah. So I watched both of those, uh, loved them. They also very much are, uh, they reward you for watching them close together. The the strange sort of um, syncopated cycles that it has for certain sequences are like really, really cool. Um, and, you know, I, I, my memory wouldn't have allowed me to connect to it like six months later. Um, but yeah, I guess that's probably, it's probably my slashers. Anything I could even sort of call a slasher. Aaron Ryan, anything that you consider sort of folk horror, cosmic horror... Yeah, I watched uh, one that you
0: guys both recommended, and I loved it, which was glorious. Oh, Ooh, nice! It was so
1: fun, so we fun. Got to cover on so the show.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was it was great. I even you guys being I, I even you guys being very positive about it. I was still a little bit skeptical because it was like. The guy in a bathroom? The dude from True Blood? Half. Yeah, the, the the one of the worst actors <laughs> in the show of bad actors talks in a bathroom. Really? For an hour and a half. That that feels uh, feels terrible. But, you know, the the description and, and you guys giving a good rating won me over. And I'm glad I did because it was great. Uh, a movie that a lot of people are very negative on, but I liked quite a lot. Uh, the Keep, which is Michael Mann's first movie. Ooh, I was looking to try and get that in there. It has – part of the reason I watched it just because it's kind of hard to watch and it was on Criterion. It's like, well, if I if I don't watch it now, it could be one of those things where a year from now I can't watch it. So I might as well get in. Um, it's kind of like it's, – it's, it's on the border between like weird religious horror and cosmic horror. But I think it, it, it definitely gave me the cosmic horror vibes in a very good way. Um, uh, highly recommended. Uh, it's just – yeah, it's a – it's a bizarre movie. It's kind of—I saw someone describe it as if um, Raiders of the Lost Ark was told from the perspective of the Nazis as they've already found the Ark of the Covenant and deciding what to do with it. And I think, I think that's a good description of the the movie.
1: Yeah, uh, it's visually visually insane, and I love yeah. the score. It's just a movie that like it, it's, it's a little silly. It's it's also similar to Alien Three. I mean, yeah, both are slow. But yeah. it's similar to Alien Three where like we'll just never know what the original movie looked like because the yeah. director's like, I have moved on. I can't yeah. do this again.
0: <laughs> yeah, um I I really liked um oh what was the other one I was gonna say? Oh, so this is like Cosmic Core and the fact that it literally has a weirdo space alien that infects everything. Uh it was people don't really like it. It felt like the perfect as I said to you, it was a perfect late uh late spooktober entry because it was fun and light and required none of my brain power and just had a bunch of people being funny with cool gore effects and um uh you know people blowing up in weird random space alien stuff and ultimately like an alien creature that just sucks all the bodies into one giant blob and it was it was good uh it's called black friday which came out last year also works as a christmas horror movie um mm-hmm. and but uh devin saw was in it michael j white bruce campbell uh, so just, just fun. Um, a movie for sure. Yeah, for sure. That if you watch, if you watched it on like, this is our Friday night movie, you might not, you might not give it four stars like I did, but it, it just was, it hit that real sweet spot of like, oh yeah, this is what I needed <laughs> right, right now. So I, I definitely was uh, very positive on it. Um, I think that might be, I'm double checking.
1: Is there anything else
0: that really falls into that category?
1: I mean, the autopsy, Pikmin's model. Yeah. Um, Dreams in the Witch House. The oh, Phoenix, I mean, de- yeah, definitely. Straight enough up of cosmic
0: horror. The the cabinet of, of what's-its and
2: who's-its. I, I will say that I feel like this year was, for me at least, was particularly slim on both the folk and cosmic. Because I feel like last year there was a lot of a lot of folk and then even a good uh, amount of cosmic. And then I was looking through and it's like outside the cabinet of curiosities, which... I wrote down autopsy. I'm like antlers, maybe considered. Yeah, I think
0: antlers is core. I, um, I called that out earlier, which, but I, which the, I liked.
2: But then other than that, I'm like I I kind of am struggling to find where where I felt like last year where there's a lot well, of you should
0: have done Ryan. Do you think based. about buying a,
2: a a box set, a, a, yeah, like a, a beautiful movie box set because I think <laughs> that would help. It probably would. But but actually I I really liked antlers. I. Yeah, I was going into it expecting it not to necessarily like it as much as I did. It's always weird because you're like, I don't know if that helped me like it more or what. I I wasn't sure if it was just going to be... I mean, I don't know. I don't want to... It's always so funny when we're talking because I'm like, I want to jump in all the way, but then I don't want to necessarily if somebody hasn't watched it. But um, from the trailer when I watched... I thought it might just end up being this this kid who's killing animals or whatever, and I thought that was going to get drawn out. The movie does go farther than I expected, uh, just in in terms of like I don't know the villain, uh, the the creature, whatever you want to call it. Um, that I was on board. I was like, okay, there are a couple scenes where I was like, oh, all right, this this movie is going to actually you know take off and start doing some wild stuff, and I I appreciated that. It was fun.
0: Yeah, I loved
1: uh, it too. I mean, I thought it was great. So, yeah. We're the it, Antler it, Crew.
0: I, I was a <laughs> little disappointed by it,
1: but I still ended up having It's, it's just a good straight ahead monster movie for me. Um, and I do like the, the the way the monster looks, is great. Um, I actually didn't watch all, as much folklore horror in the second half of the month as I did in, in the first. Uh, but I did catch Leptyrica, which is like a. Of uh Which is like a vamp, a, a vampire uh, movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's also on Shudder. And then I watched The Wretched. Which is like a oh, uh, yeah. like a folk curse uh, movie but like a witch that kind of takes over a family unit. Um, Wretched is way better than I thought it was going to be. It's very fun. Yeah, I you like recommend it, fun... it to me. You are
0: like, hey, Aaron, I think Maya would like it. Just make sure you catch the sex scene and don't let her watch that part
1: of it. Yeah, yeah, and and the con- the concept could be uh, the concept could be a, a little um, weird for a kid. I don't know. Very little freaked me out as a kid, but like the idea of your family like turning on you and this is a. Is, uh, that that freaked me out as a kid. You know like, the you
0: know the thing that still creeps me like one of the most indel like the, that has left an indelible mark on me from horror movies is the first uh, short from XX.
1: Oh where the, yeah. Whereas
0: the virus where it just all of a sudden people refuse to eat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it's all about it's all about parents fear of their kids not
0: eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And just like that image of all everyone, like looking at the table and just shaking their head as they like waste away into nothing. It's oh, a, yeah. Yeah. One of the scariest things like, it, you know, it struck me as, oh, that's weird and creepy. And I didn't know that it would be something I would think about constantly all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes something is, is uh, something it gets in your skin when you don't even realize it. All right, non-horror, um, I I, don't, I
0: didn't have as much. I mean, there's stuff that, like, obviously is not scary. Um, but I, I don't think that's usually what we, we usually have used this to mean, like, hey, this doesn't really meet our, like, category or the way that we define it, which is broad to begin with. I think the only ones that would maybe get in there for me this time around is uh, some of the Honda stuff, because, uh, I mean— you know i the original godzilla is a horror movie like it's god son of godzilla horror movie i don't know um and i even some of the like i think space Amoeba and dagora are very obviously horror movies uh Man- mantango 2 i think stuff like the mysterians like has a kaiju robot and scary aliens but you know feels like it's straddling line between Between sci-fi, I think, uh, but I think most of it is, most of everything I watched ended up, like, being exactly what I thought it would be either by way of how it was a true horror movie or or featured Halloween or horror iconography, including Halloween on Ice. Which featured Uh, the world, hold on, featured the Guinness World Record Ice Juggler for 2003 ice juggling in Phantom of the Opera costume while uh, some like random 2002 song played so <laughs> that's not horror I think you need to you know
1: <laughs> redefine yeah. your expectations did they did they really like burn out uh, they were they did they ever get the the title back uh, for uh 2005 2006 you know what did you... I didn't I didn't want to look it up I assume
0: he was good now you may hear ice juggler and you think this guy's juggling ice you'd be wrong. He's juggling on ice. Uh, ice juggling itself is actually like when you compare chainsaws or other things you can juggle that's impressive. Ice is not that impressive. Besides, I guess, maybe from a slippery perspective. Yeah. Now, what this guy does is he juggles stuff on ice, which is called uh, ice juggling. And Guinness pays attention. They do. They pay attention.
2: And he, he he smokes crystal meth before he does it. So he's on ice on ice.
1: Oh, that's a whole different category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and was the song you was listening to "Ice Ice Baby"? <laughs> it, it wasn't. It was a real missed opportunity. Um, can't can't um, go back though. Two thousand four, different time.
2: Ice Ice uh, Baby on Ice
1: on Ice. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, any 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 category frauds you got in here? Anything? That's what I just did. That's what I just any, talked about. Anything else other than that? No. Uh, Ryan, anything that is sort of you know borderline not horror, really more of a thriller, really more of a, a comedy, but you know, more I, I don't
2: like this section because it just feels like we're the horror police. No, um,
1: well, I, it's all big tent. We're big, I, yeah, it still counts
2: when in good faith. You leave with good faith. Um,
0: no, don't confess your sins.
1: I honestly, I don't think I really had any. Um, I got, I got, I got a, I got a bunch. Um, Always Shine uh, is really like a psychological drama. It's more in line with like Persona, where it's like just dis- disturbing, but um, it's it's more of like a performance kind of powerhouse piece. I'm really glad I saw it though. Like one of my favorite movies of the month. Really snuck up on me how much I liked it. Um, Another one that's like sort of, you know, I don't know. It's on shut. There's a few on here that are like on shutter. So they obviously. Yeah, we, we count, said but- we said on shutter counts. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Lux Aeterna, which I really liked as well. Um, uh, really more of like an experimental stress test. Climax, I think, absolutely qualifies as a horror film. Uh, but this movie that feels like it's very much kind of trying to carry on the work of Climax, but just in a smaller scale yeah um, is uh really more of just uh it's 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 it dwells in a horror space but it's not it's it's not really a horror movie i I wouldn't clarify clarify anything that goes on is particularly scary except for um being around french people um fall is a definitely like an adventure thriller that is the climbing movie um that is the worst movie i watched this month and the most infuriating movie i watched (laughs) this month um i fucking hate this movie it does it (coughs) It just, it, it feels like, it feels like a movie that, that, I don't want to get off on this, but it feels like a movie that if, like, the writer... I hope you don't get off on this. You made it.
2: Do not had, get off on this.
1: They had literally gone climbing outdoors with some climbers, like, two weekends, that this movie would be a better movie. Like, the, the, the characters in this just make insane choices ba- based on what climbing equipment they have. Stuff that, like, my wife and I are both very, bar- like, amateur climbers, like, we're like, why don't they just do that? Like, yeah, it's kind of like, just, you know, you can't
0: – you shouldn't watch like a baseball movie with someone that knows a lot about baseball and stuff like that. But also if you're doing a movie that's just like, like – this, uh, guy, this guy wouldn't pitch every game. They have a rotation of four to five pitchers. <laughs> like it's ridiculous that he's pitching every game. You get tired. You get injured. you could not going to let His shoulder. Yeah. Watching anything climbing related with Peter is like. But, like. You should. They'd have a special kind of rope thing, and they wouldn't, you know, die.
2: Whenever it's this kind of movie, though, where it's scaled down to essentially just two people, right? I mean, throughout. Yeah. Most of the movie, but, or is it two people? Or <laughs> it's like it's like you really they, they have to make some logical decisions, otherwise the entire time you're just like, what the fuck? So these people are just dumb. What's going on? Yeah,
1: it's also because it, yeah, like getting off the climbing thing because it's not really a fair attack on the movie. Uh, it also has it's characters dumb. that suck it's, it's and also, the pl- and all the twists are fucking stupid. So it's, it's uh, it, it, it was that.
0: funny. So spoiler for fall, which is fine because you shouldn't see it. Yeah, don't watch fall. I'm going to spoil it, but it, for some reason you need to see a terrible movie. movie Don't that that has the same twist that every terrible movie has (laughs) don't watch it just skip ahead so it's funny because i watched fall with maya and you know she's eight so like and over the like the surprise oh my god my friend's been dead the whole time and i've been imagining her like should be a twist that she's never seen before and she was like this is like she didn't like it she was like Oh, I don't like this movie now. like she was thought it was dumb that the friend had died for like for stupid reasons, and she had been imagining her also I'll tell you what if you go climbing, boom, your husband dies, and then a year later, in celebration of your husband's climbing life, <laughs> you go climbing and your friend dies, stop climbing, yeah, like, <laughs> like that's,
2: you're done. And don't pick up like scuba diving. Just stick to stuff that is pretty safe.
0: You are zero for two with the two most important people. In life. <laughs> I mean,
2: it, the problem is you with that. If place. that friend so says, fall, "Hey, fall hey, fall you want to go on a vacation?" I'm probably busy that day.
0: But. Then at the end of the month, as I felt safe in my number and started showing her movies that were not new to me, like Drag Me to Hell, which she loved, uh, we watched The Sixth Sense, uh, which is not a movie I actually like all that much. I think it's okay, but it felt really up. Like you know, I still remember the first time I saw it, I was really blown away from it. I just feel like it it, it works as its magic trick, and the movie as a whole is kind of boring and not all that compelling. Although Haley Joel Osment's amazing, um, and that still was my my take here, but. The et- essentially the same twist a couple weeks later she was her jaw was literally like hanging open for a full minute and a half while she was like wait 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 that means and then she would like as she was getting ready for bed and coming back she's like so wait but when he was in this room wasn't this and like she was like it blew her mind and she was like and it kind of shows you like oh even though that's a shitty dumb twist that is pulling from that like it executed it terribly, even knowing at that point it's very derivative and fall. And then, even then, watching Six Sense, which for all of my problems with that movie, it does execute its twist masterfully. Um, it blew her mind. So it was an interesting comparison, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, that is a funny way of being. Like, here's how you do it well. <laughs>
1: here's yeah, how you. Yeah.
0: You want a I dead gotcha. friend? This is yeah. how you have a dead friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so on a more positive note, I love the Wild Boys. Uh, shout out to Swamp Flicks uh, Brandon t- for uh, keeping the candle lit. Uh, Aaron, also, you uh, you you got the, you reminded me that this is on Shudder and pushed for me to watch it. Uh, Ryan, you watched this as well, I believe? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, they were wild and they were definitely boys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the gender part gets really messy. <laughs> Um, yeah i, but would definitely I uh,
0: read brandon's review of it where he kind of grapples with what it's trying to say yeah,
1: <laughs> i i uh absolutely absolutely love this movie i read a lot of reviews that were calling like a lot of reviews were like is this just empty provocation but like <laughs> i was like emotionally this is not this is not a this is not a, a movie just about like let's see all the crazy shit we can do with uh bodies um this is a movie about it's, it's a movie that like I very much was feeling things the entire time. Like I was, I was taken on character journeys and character arcs and the way that people react to the strangeness of their surroundings is like absolutely emotional. Like, um, this is not just like a piece of, of cheap provocation the way that like, even the first 10 minutes might indicate. Yeah. I love the movie.
2: I agree. I, I, I was really happy with it overall, even though it is, it, it's definitely a lot. I, for this month, the, Thing in my mind that I compared it to was the, um,
0: what is it? We we are the flesh. Was that what it was called?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. But,
0: but yeah, we had that. We are the flesh is what reminded me that oh, like that. Those were my back to back Brandon Lede recommendations that also had me going,
2: huh? But but then I think that for uh for Wild Boys was I watched it after uh We Are the Flesh, and that was one where I I felt like ah, even though all of this stuff is is provocative and shocking all stuff they're clearly saying more than we are the flesh to me at least so then i was more on board i was like oh see like you can be weird and overly sexual and art art you know an art film essentially at heart and all these different things and still aim that towards the right direction or 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 put some bumpers on it to form something enough where I was like, okay, I'm, there's enough of a story. There's enough growth. There's enough character that I was more involved in uh, wild boys than we are the flesh.
0: Yeah. Plus you get to see some dicks fall off.
2: You get to see dicks fall off, man. You get to see singular boobs. The you get to before. see, you get, the... get to see uniboobs. Yeah.
0: But uh, no, I, that's a movie that I, I was watching in a, rush for like catch up for our best of the year episode. And I was like, man, that's bizarre. And then I went on to, um, to another movie. And I, I think I, I definitely have underrated it and still think about that movie constantly. I'm very glad that I bought it. Oh, yeah. And uh yeah. I'm glad you guys ended up loving it. I need to revisit it.
2: My uh I'm assuming we're firmly into weirdos now, right? Is that
1: Um Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's I think Peter was in not horror.
1: But yeah, oh, really? No, real I just horror. but like like I think not horror and weirdos have blurred together for me. The only one that I have left is uh, Tetsuo Body Hammer, Ooh, um, yeah, I I which one. which is um, not horror because for me, it's pornography. Um, so let's get into weirdos, Aaron. If you have any weirdos you haven't mopped up. Um, um, sorry,
2: I didn't mean I'm... to shush you into weirdos. I just I thought Wild Boys was was pretty firmly horror in my mind.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They're all (laughs) just in my in my mind. I wasn't I wasn't horrified by the journey at many points. I was just uh, really taken in by like the changes going on. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to. I don't really want to dig into the specifics. No, no, yeah, yeah, so much more fun to watch for the movie. But
0: um, so I'll do weirdos, and I'm gonna combine it with disappointments because I feel like we had disappointments and we didn't get to it. Yeah, let's do that. You mentioned fall, so yeah, so uh, we my my one that was kind of a weirdo. It's not the movie, it's it's a, my friend that's weird His name's Peter He really <laughs> wanted me to watch Hold the Dark Just wouldn't let it go, like a weirdo And uh, I did I watched it, and I thought it was good um, was it, was the right venue for me to watch a two plus hour slow, uh, meditative <laughs> journey into someone's trauma? Um, the right way to do my like 110th movie of the month on a, on an iPad while I was uh, traveling for work? Who's yes. Oh, no. I mean, it was the just the right a... wrong circumstances. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was good. Thanks.
1: Thanks for being a weirdo and making me watch <laughs> that, um. You definitely uh, couldn't couldn't have picked a better venue to watch a movie that you knew was going to be intense and dramatic. You made and me. I was comparing I mean, yeah. it. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: I didn't have control.
1: All right. Okay. All right. Uh No,
0: I do. Uh, I did really like it, um, but I would like to see it under different circumstances at some point. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it on a nice cold winter night with like yeah. a cup of tea. And, like, uh, really, like, was awake in there and just sort of let it wash over me like a Cormac McCarthy kind of experience. I mean, that sounds better than the way I watched
2: it. Yeah, I was not expecting that going into it, and I ended up not liking it as much. Uh, I mean, still very, very solid, very good. But I remember being like, oh, I should revisit this in the right mental space, prepped for the right kind of movie type thing.
0: Yeah. Let me tell you what I didn't like. I didn't like Terrifier, and I watched it because it was 80 minutes, and everyone's talking about the new fucking Lawrence of Arabia, Terrifier season, <laughs> or whatever, and being eight hours long, and I'm like, well, this is 80 minutes, whatever. I fucking hated this movie. I feel like the two stars I gave it were being generous because it was a little bit of a, a do-it-yourself type uh type affair but like i legitimately wanted the movie to be over and i hated everything about it i cannot imagine a world where i end up seeing terrifier 2 even if everyone tells
2: me i felt no real pull to terrifier 2 i was like okay that's great i guess whatever
0: i'll also say something that is more sad i went to for the first time since 2019 i went to the alamos Dismember. The Alamo, and I really kind of had of a bummer of a time, which sucks when you're in a theater for eight hours watching, and all, they all end up being new to me horror movies. I don't know if it's because after the Alamo uh, was sold, uh, so Alamo was, uh, was used to be owned by the parent company of, like, Birth Movies Death, and when they split off those, and I know it's a new parent company, I, I don't know if that's why, but uh, it used to be hosted by individual hosts in each town, so each town... Uh, that had an Alamo, essentially had a mostly – they usually would have one movie that everyone watched that was like some, uh, you know, AFCA uh, or AGFA, AGFA, American Genre Film Association, um, like a remaster that they just found and put out. But otherwise, it was kind of up to the host discretion. And I had the same host here three years in a row, and he was like really good at finding some odd stuff, but also knew how to end on a, on a fun crowd pleaser that like people liked, like Return of the Living Dead or Bubba Hotep or something like that. Um this year it seems like if you were at an Alamo you got one of two st- that are that were pre-made for you no live hosts um uh everyone across the country got uh one of two versions uh, with a streaming host uh the f- and all of the movies kind of followed that uh the same template of like being not so good but sort of fun to watch in a crowd but they actually had the the best one that was like at least interesting and, and like in, in that intruder Phantom of the Phantom of the Mall vein first. And then they had a very boring one with subtitles, which I have no problem with subtitles. It's the wrong venue for that. Like there's a, people want to laugh and have fun in, in a goofy environment. Uh, it's a lot of like focusing on reading and paying attention and it didn't go over. All that well, and then what really went over poorly that I, I read online a lot of people, including myself, were upset about, they then did a Agfa horror trailer movie, like a, a mixtape of like 80 minutes of like the sub, 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 sub horror movie trailers, like that shit on VHS that was just uncomfortable half that my theater left. Uh, and then I was like, well, hopefully they end it with a banger and they ended it with Flesh Eater, which was an incredibly slow, somewhat interesting quasi-sequel to Night of the Living Dead, which it's kind of claimed to fame as they got the original guy who played the zo- the first zombie in Night of the Living Dead to come back. I mean, um, <laughs> it had some fun stuff in it, but it also was like... But for the ending movie of the night, it has like a 20-minute epilogue of someone just walking around a bird, and I was literally like crawling in my skin like, I need this to be over so I can leave <laughs> as quickly as possible. So, yeah, that was kind of a bummer. and And since it seems like The reaction online was uh, similar to mine. I hope that they change whatever they're doing for next year because that's been one of my highlights of Spooktober. And it was a bummer to skip it during the COVID years when they – well, they didn't have it either. Um, And it was a bummer to come back to
1: kind of like, oh, I should have just stayed home and watched five or six movies instead of it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like i feel like the music box of horror lineup is usually has a nice balance where it's like something yep. slow something fast something you've seen before but you've never seen in 35 millimeter restored um like nice mix of classics it's really hard because you do want to like surprise people and get people to leave the house because you're like what the fuck is flesh eater yeah um but also well, so they don't like, you know they hard.
0: don't announce them ahead of time right
1: That's yeah like yeah but the you you want people to talk about the thing yeah. that, um, but yeah, that's it's that's a bummer. Hopefully next year they they kind of course correct.
2: I just laughed at the. I definitely have the same mentality, and it, for some reason it's just funnier that you're already sitting there watching movies. But I. I am relieved outside of October that I don't have to be like, man, I could have been at home watching four to six movies. Like, <laughs> but, we're, but like that's literally where I'm like, oh man, I could have been at home watching more movies than most people watch in a, in, in multiple months <laughs> in in this one day afternoon. Yeah, actually, yeah, oh. They still
0: counted. It's yeah. just like I could have. There's, <laughs> there's other ones I could have watched instead. Oh, yeah. What about you? Uh, what were some disappointments for you, Ryan? Um i would say
2: i feel like i was a little disappointed with crimes of future um i only kind of i i liked it but i didn't love it and i keep almost trying to call it crimes of future past um <laughs> there was one more i i was i was trying to scroll through and come up with disappointments while we were talking but
1: it's also hard because you watched like a a bunch of uh, a bunch of Cronenberg's all in a row, <laughs> yeah. And that's like that's the most slow poetic one he's made in a long time. So and that was also one where it's like,
2: oh, maybe you know,
1: at the end of
2: this kind of month, wasn't wasn't the best way to to yeah. watch that. But then it is funny that like literally the very last movie I watched for the month is is my number two overall. Um, Not a a ton of disappointments. I I feel like um, I didn't seem to like the Graveyard Rats as much as either of you guys, but then also like everybody else, it seemed like. um, And that one was more like I was just... I felt like I was missing I feel like I'm missing out on it so I do want to just revisit that one and watch it again just like solo maybe in the black and white if possible. Um I considered it a graveyard smash. Uh, I, I t- you know, can't disagree with you there Peter. It was still it was still <laughs> very good regardless but yeah, but no. It literally was. So I don't think yeah, it, was, it was it was quite there there's a graveyard smash. Um <laughs> I actually saw a couple there I was like, "Oh man, I know I understand, you know, horror tropes and whatever." I was like, "Oh, I've seen four or five people get accidentally buried alive or whatever i'm
1: like all right cool all right <laughs> all right oh, oh okay cool It's um, true with vhs vhs 90 uh 99 yeah i saw at least two this month <laughs> yeah um but no no no
2: big regrets if i'm gonna I'll, I'll sneak in a weirdo here for i'm i i still don't know how to say it because i'm not french but i keep saying titane even though i think it's Pronounce differently, but that was a, that was a weird one. Liked that one, but woo, boy, it was a weird one. That's all I got. I mean, I mean, car, yeah. cars are sexy. That's all I gotta say.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, I think trucks are sexy. Woo. Uh,
2: I think uh, I, I think I liked Raw more overall, but but I I can always appreciate just like a a, a just a big fucking swing of a movie idea. I love that. I lo- I love when you're just like. I mean, watching a movie like that, uh, and I'm like, I would never, I don't, th- I don't think I would ever come up with this movie. You know what I mean? You're just like, I, I like watching something like that and you're just like, oh, this is just something so separated from how my brain thinks that you're just like, wow, okay, that's crazy that somebody thought it, thought it through, sold it to a, to a company that said, we'll give you a bunch of money, convinced actors and actresses to be in it, and then put it together. And you're like, wow, I wouldn't even be able to come up with the idea, nonetheless, like a compelling, Pitch and sail and get people on board. So I always like that kind of stuff.
1: I love, I loved Titane, I, uh, Titan, whatever. Um, and, but, uh, your your point stands, uh, that, uh, how amazing is it that she just used Raw, Julia de DeCornel, just used Raw to like use it as a trampoline to make a movie that was like three times weirder and meaner. <laughs>
2: and I couldn't tell you the last time where I, I, <laughs> I have not physically cringed or squirmed as much in oh, any yeah. any, so any movie any yeah. movie. There are so many Almost di- the entire movie. there are so many different scenes too. I mean like a, a different reasons why. I mean it, it's some of it's psychological, emotional, blah blah. Other times it's just like, man, she's really biting that nipple piercing and I'm I'm over here just like, ah, ah stop, don't don't do that. Like, oh okay, but like I, I I really liked it overall. It was just it's it's a wild ride. I also just realized that you put re- regrets you did get to, and I definitely wrote the ones that I regretted not getting to originally. When we we're,
0: oh no, I, I
1: was supposed to be did not, the oh, rest okay, you did not get to. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah my re- my regrets. Um, or sorry, not my regrets. My disappointments and the and the weirdos. Um, Black Phone was one of my biggest disappointments of the month. Yeah, I ended um, up skipping it because of your same two and a half stars. Yeah some of it was that i was watching i thought i thought because i was watching it at number 81 out of 89 that like i was like i'm just too burnt out but it is it is truly because it's just not it's not a very inspired movie and everything that they add to the short story makes it worse um yeah like it seemed very over the
0: line to me and that's why like i wasn't people were like oh it's great you should be excited about it but every time i like read anything about or watched the trailer I'm like, but I'm not excited about so (laughs) you were kinda Peter, you're a little bit you were my confirmation bias. Like I knew it. I knew it wasn't gonna be I, good. yeah
2: it, it's like, all it took I was like I'm I'm out we're not watching it it's fine
0: I
1: un- unfortunately Sinister is still the only good movie Scott Derrickson has made um but um and then I watched X two days later to confirm that like oh no I'm not burnt out on movies I just it just wasn't a good movie um but um other like weirdos and disappointments I watched because fall, Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom was like a uh like the last third is just like a horror movie in a, in a house I was like oh cool I'm I'm going to watch Jurassic World Dominion to watch like a creature feature towards the end of the month. Um, you gave it a it higher is, star rating than I would have expected for what it's worth. I, I haven't seen I, it yet. It's because it, 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 of dinosaurs, man. It's yeah, cause, I know. It's because of fucking dinosaurs, man. It's, yeah, I gave it like two and a half stars. It's still and pretty because like and after Jeff Fallen Kingdom, I was like, oh, we're on a good track. Yeah. Um. But fucking Colin Trevorrow is back to just did make not, the most mediocre
0: not. movies mm-hmm. on the planet. Cannot make a good movie to save his life. No, it's just so he makes blah. It's at
1: best mediocre. Um, but it's I don't know. I watched it, I watched it and I was like, this is fine. I wrote a really long review on Letterboxd, just like breaking it apart. But like, um, it's disappointing for me because I was like, after Fallen Kingdom, I was like, oh, we can take this franchise in all these new directions. Um, and this one was like, hmm, but we still need to do the, you know, park security going offline thing right I'm um, like oh why would they do it in that movie and, and, and Chris <laughs> Pritt
0: and, a, it's a
1: spoiler for disappointment <laughs> gonna have yeah. um, this isn't you know necessarily disappointed in the movies though I'm des- definitely disappointed in one of the dead um, but grave encounters and one of the dead I'm disappointed in characters in them for rampant homophobia in the late 2000s. What were you doing, guys? Half the movies have, like, characters calling each other the F-slur. Engraving uh, comics? Oh, I guess in One of guess... the Dead, it's like, it's, it's the M-slur? I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember that in Grieve Encounters, but I Yeah, the, 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 the um, very excited uh, bald camera guy uh, is like, and I, I, uh immediately starts <laughs> Look, freaking when out. When you're and he's watching, violent. He's, form... just scream, he's just screaming homophobic slurs at like three other characters. And I was like, in, in the late 2000s? This is what we're
0: doing? <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. Um, I, I don't remember that, but I also, here's the thing when you watch on average of more than four movies. <laughs> I'm not positive when I go to the bathroom. <laughs>
1: just <laughs> get them and go. <laughs> yeah um but those are those are the that and fall were the the um i think one of the dead and fall were my my uh, other two disappointments of the month um also right. halloween well, uh, halloween six uh curse of michael myers i already mentioned it but like that's also pretty i don't think i get you yeah, no, you get to count that as a disappointment like you knew
2: you, know, you knew
1: <laughs> uh, i had enough people that enough like fanboys being like actually this is a pretty good weird one in the middle to be like hmm. Yeah, so my big like I'm bummed I didn't get
0: to them movies were – I really wanted to see what people were talking about with Speak No Evil. But I also felt like I never was in a good situation where I had a two-hour window with subtitles uh, because a lot of times my movies were spent with like uh, a baby or someone else in the room and like knowing that this was going to be rough and graphic and I had to like pay attention because I would read. Uh, it was just challenging, so I didn't get to it. But I I don't know where it goes at all. I've kinda kept myself spoiler free and I know uh people are always like, Whoa, fuck. Wow. Uh so I'm I'm gonna try to keep myself spoiler f- free through next year fresh which i almost watched the last night and i'm especially bummed because both of you guys loved it that i didn't end up doing that uh i'm sad i only watched the first yokai uh, monsters movies only because i don't know if i'll be able to watch them next year but i definitely don't feel like dipping in right now so too bad for me uh there's two movies that i specifically this is a weird year because of the baby situation. I spent more time upstairs as opposed to watching them on like Blu-ray on the projector, which is where I watch most of my my Blu-rays. So most of what I watched this year was streaming and I bought two movies specifically. I, I cut down and I only bought two movies for this Spooktober that I really wanted to see and I thought um a Blu-ray cut would be great, which is a 1974 movie called Antichrist, which is like... An Italian Fulci-type Exorcist movie that was out of print. And I think it's out of print again, but it's supposed to be awesome. I didn't watch it. I did buy it. Uh, and then um, uh, uh, Rituals, which has had a shitty VHS print that's been on Shutter and Amazon Forever. They did a Blu-ray remaster that I bought with the intent to watch this year and I forgot about it and I didn't, didn't watch it. Um, so you I know guess what's those...
1: funny, I almost, re- I was in your house for like four days this year. And, and, uh, I almost reminded you of that. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, you got rituals on Blu-ray. Are you going to get to that yet? Yeah. Uh, you should have.
0: Cause I, I literally was putting some stuff away after Spooktober was done on uh, trying to find the plan of the apes movie for, what I'm we'll tease for, uh, for next week. And, uh, I'm like, Oh Fuck. I bought rituals like back in November of last year. Uh, yeah, so those those are my, you know, there there was a lot. I had a good list. I went well off the list. There's about of my initial list of 120 or 130 80 84 of those I didn't watch. So I I really liked going off book, but I you know, Peter, you mentioned hitting some burnout. I I never really did. Like I I felt pretty into it, and I think it was just because I I did. I did the opposite of what I've done with his previous years, which is use the list first. And then if there's nothing catching my eye, go on the streaming services and Twitter and all the other things to find what I should watch. text from you guys and figure out what to watch. And, and this year I did the reverse. Like a list was a – if there's nothing catching my eye, I would go back for it. And so I feel like I, uh, I never burned out even though I watched 136 movies. What about you, Ryan? What are you sad that you didn't get to? Um, I mean, you have look, a list of bangers you didn't get to. I know, I would about to say, there, I'm sad that you didn't get
2: to a lot. There, there's my. I, I think I'm just gonna keep. I've got my as I previously mentioned, I've got my big bucket and then my kind of my refined bucket of hey, these are the, the big the big hitters. Um, I think mine would probably be cure, the changeling, the fog. Uh, brain dead. And then, uh, there was one other one where I was like, uh, I should have, uh, the Werner Herzog Nosferatu. I actually didn't get around to that one. Um, there, there's a whole bunch of those that I do want to see. I, I honestly think I'll end up watching, um, cure in the next month and a half just on criterion because i'm 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 interested
0: that's out of print i didn't get to that one that one's out of print occasionally
2: yeah and that was the other reason i was like "Ah, i think i'm just gonna watch it while i can um but but no there's there's always i think it's so funny when i think the other day i was trying to see this year for how many movies i watched just the vast majority of them were ones that i really liked and i tried not to do as much like Uh, schlocky work filler movies. Um, So there was, it was something interesting where I was like, I think there were a low thirties for total movies that I gave three stars and below. And I was like, Hey, that's pretty good. I mean, all things considered, I'm like, okay, that's 85, 90 movies that I would consider good to very good or good to great, I should say. Um, But then I did laugh where I was like, or that is a full month of spooktober. Of bad movies uh that i also i also did watch um but no i i watched a lot of really good stuff i'm i feel not burnt out honestly i i don't feel i feel like we we're talking about last year i could have kept going this year yeah. i'm i'm fine with a break from a little bit of horror but honestly if If we kept going I probably could have kept you know I'm just like oh I'm still I'm still riding that train I might sprinkle a couple in I don't think I'll be as strict this year of trying to put stuff off until October I think I'm just like all right I I think next year I might try and come up with a hard 31 of really good movies that I definitely want to see and then anything beyond that is great and grand uh I'm sure I'll still end up with you know, 60, 70, whatever, but, but I think instead I want to focus on like, yeah, let's watch a a three hour subtitle or, Hey, let's watch a you know all of those ones that yeah. I really want to see. But yeah, no.
0: Um, well, one thing I have been like mulling over is like, Pierre used to read the the AV Club. Do you remember pop, the Noel Murray series, Popless? Um, no, no, Where, so any he, bells. He spent an entire year not listening to any new music and went through his very extensive record and music collection, one artist at a time, over the course of a year. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, with an idea of like, hey, I have all this music and some of it I listen to and some of it I don't like. What do I actually like? And the idea was that he purged stuff that he didn't – that didn't connect with him. Now, that's over a year. I'm not talking anything that crazy. But I have fantasized about like – man, I, I own so many fantastic horror movies. I have all of these movies that I never get a chance to rewatch because I burn myself out on new horror <laughs> every Spooktober, and then I, you know, never have time to rewatch, what if I devoted a Spooktober to do that on a smaller scale where I don't watch any new-to-me horror movies and instead only focus on rewatching, like, as many as I can of my favorites or movies that I've bought or all those kind of things. So um that can be tough to do because I really like the tradition, but I, I love the idea of just one day going back and saying, hey, I own literally, you know, a hundred- horror movies on blu-ray that i'm never going to get to unless i figure out a way to do that
2: that would yeah, be pretty insane yeah. to be like the entire month i'm just watching four and a half five star yeah. horror movies that i know i absolutely love but haven't watched in forever so it's just every single day is just like yeah. these knock it out of the park oh i get to revisit it like it's got all of the the multiple elements like pushing towards just a great experience i like that yeah
0: I think I may do that a uh, reverse one in a couple of years when Maya's a little older, too. So that. Ooh, like, yeah. You do it when like she, the more of them that she can watch. But it's like an excuse to be like, hey, we're just going to, you know, and part of the reason it made me want to do it is that when we made those lists for Bill, who had never seen any horror movies, it was like, man, it would be fun to have a month where I'm just watching these 40 movies. Uh,
2: I do always forget whenever any October when I'm talking to other people and it comes up occasionally it'll be like, you know, oh, if you had to recommend, oh, what would be like your what's your favorite horror? And I do kind of lose myself for a second, like my footing where I'm just like, oh, because I have just overloaded with the idea of movies. And I'm like, oh, wait, you probably have seen 15 yeah. horror movies total so i'm like oh yeah the thing the thing is a great you know yeah. like but, but like in my head i'm just like oh i'm trying to think of all these things i recently watched and blah blah and this and that and you're like no what's like what's like you a like, great movie and a great Boys horror you're like oh yeah yeah, exactly no i i will say whenever i watch any of those types of ones i i always am talking to mallory the next morning where i'm like oh wild boy specifically i was like oh super great super interesting I was, I was so involved. I can't recommend it to anybody ever that I know. I mean, outside of YouTube and you two know about it and watch it. I'm like, all right. So I just never get to discuss this with anybody ever again. All right, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peter, yeah. what didn't you get to that you were bummed about?
1: Um, I wanted to watch Scream 3, 4 and the new one this year. Did so you ever watch that? Dead Calm? Uh, no, didn't get to Dead Calm, also on the list. Um, I kept saving it to watch with Molly, just like I did last year, and she was just never in the mood. We ke- I kept doing A-B with uh, trailers with her. Like, I'd show her a trailer for one thing and then the other thing, and then uh, the Dead Calm trailer is like, a, is like a 90s trailer from a VHS. And yeah, no, just you're like, never going to win that bet. Never going to win that. Um, there's also one that um friend of the show, Salim, uh, recommended, um, The Blazing World, that I didn't get to. I'd love to get to that soon. I didn't complete the Tetsuo trilogy with the Bullet Man. But Tetsuo One and Two are genuinely so fucking good. They're so fucking good uh, that I uh, got to get to that. Um, bodies, 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 and Orphan First Kill are like new ones I didn't get to. I liked Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yeah, yeah I didn't get, I didn't get to it. I thought I really wanted to watch it. Just you know, getting the, get in the discourse, and, and as also has an, a- an actual good horror movie twist. And uh, uh, I will say, just, just
2: Lee Pace as a goofball is fun to watch. He's just yeah, as a. That was the biggest draw for me.
1: That's going to be 60 to 80 percent of the reason I wanted to watch it. Um, Because I've I've been a Lee Pace stan for roughly 15 to 20 years now. Just
2: Lee Pace full himbo mode is hilarious.
0: (laughs) I forget what the actress's name is, but I just saw her in um,
1: Shiva Baby.
2: Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know her name. She is
1: great in it. Um, I forget her name though. But yeah, Lord of Illusions I didn't get to, The New Wrong Turn, Um, but yeah, Um, next year I already have my 2023 list building, I also have The Uninvited on there with everything I just mentioned, plus The Uninvited, Um, uh, because Aaron said he liked it.
2: Uh, It is hilarious being like, oh, my my two buckets, granted there's a lot of crossover, okay, so I have 52 in my must-see bucket and 150 in my... My bigger bucket. You're like, cool, great, awesome. I. I feel like every year I, I make a big dent, but then I'm also consistently adding stuff. So I think I went into yeah. this with like my big bucket being at like 170 and it looks like I didn't do any. I'm like, I took so many
0: off that list, but <laughs> I, I just, know. but I just added so Thematic. many new ones. Oh, I know I did. I did the same thing. Uh, I, my master list. Cause I, I clone it and then I start from there and I went back and looked. I'm like, Hey, I watched 136 <laughs> movies. How much is off that 300 master list? And it's like, you watched 21? Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Um, which is good. So we keep having spooktobers until we die. Uh, let's do I, – I, I feel like five is too little. I watch too many movies. Should we just do our seven favorites in no order?
2: I was actually already going to say I'm doing my top seven.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do an order. I haven't decided how to do order. If you do an order, you can. But I think, I think my seven favorite that I watch in no particular order are Exorcist 3, Men, uh, Resurrection – pearl uh son of frankenstein the autopsy and Deadstream uh with a ani menchi for dtv monster hits which i think is going to be an annual viewing uh I, i think i loved it slightly more than you guys but i really was like you know in a month where you're just watching so many things that are somewhat the same to be that surprised by something and just that like uh was, was was fun. The scariest one by far was Deadstream. That was the only one that really, really got under my skin, uh despite everyone telling me the medium would, which is a movie I liked, but uh almost ended Peter and Mine's friendship when I only gave it four stars instead of five stars. Uh and then the one hey, for, an for an and a half. that only happened for. In,
1: an interaction that happened entirely in your head. Um also I forgot I don't think we talked <laughs> any resurrection because you, said, cause, cause it's you too guys too bad watched our it.
0: friendship's over hold on. You said it's too bad our friendship's over for when i gave it four out of five stars
2: that seems reasonable
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah make yeah. Better t- i also I,
2: I also like the idea of that's like peter's peter's done with you when he only gave it four and a half not even five. he's like he's like oh you you don't understand
0: <laughs> uh i think all around favorite is really really tough but um if it's not Deadstream, it's pearl
2: i yeah i'm i'm um, right there with you with pearl
0: Ryan, what are your what are your winning winners?
2: Uh, one that I'm going to touch on outside of it, just because I don't think I think you guys watched it earlier in the month and I watched it in the back half. Resurrection was awesome. That blew me yeah, away. So it so was great. it was so good. And uh, I, you know, hopefully she does plenty of other stuff. But now I'm like, man, I'll just watch Rebecca Hall in any horror stuff now because she just she's great. Um, And she's really
0: slumming it up in some fucking bizarro movies. Like. Yeah. Yeah, for su- for such a kind of like a easily could be a, I'm only in you know eighteen hundred Oscar bait costume dramas like she she rules she's oh one. no she's great
2: um so my top one I I have like I would say my top my top three are pretty solid and after that it's kind of looser so I have The Exorcist that I feel like is enough said um, Pearl Pearl's my number two I I was very su- yeah. happily surprised by it I, I liked X I liked I, Ty, to- I liked Ty West. Um, but Pearl was literally the 124th movie I watched (laughs) for the month and, and for it to just like fully bring me in. I, I loved the, I loved all of it. Uh, Mia Goth, there's my, I mean, she was incredible, um, in, in so many different ways. I just like the different Faces, her screaming, yeah. the end monologue, the end credits, like all of it. All of it is, it was, it was so good. I was so pleasantly surprised even after hearing good things about it. Uh, my number three, I'd say was society. Society was great. I think those are my only five stars that a little bit less this year for five star specific, but overall higher ratings, but society was great. I just, what a fun movie. What a bizarre, great, just like body horror, nonsense smushing together. I loved it. Um, and then my my slightly looser ones are the medium, Exorcist 3, Autopsy, and uh, Brain Damage, which I feel like we've touched on all of them. Um, I think the medium had the biggest individual like unsettling chill for me um exorcist three we've already talked about but like just just incredible performances autopsy i thought was just amazing to watch i love any sort of cosmic just like gruesome oh like i i actually might be re-watching the autopsy in the next yeah. like month and a half And then uh brain damage is one of those Ones where if you had told me beforehand I would have said it was a lock for for something Like maybe maybe four stars whatever That one was creeping yeah. up towards five anyways I I was I was fully on Board with that one that, yeah, that it, was so Like I I just I That was one where, again, you're like, you think the concept or something will get boring or this or that, whatever. And you're just like, no, it's I mean, it's a tight 86 minutes. I get that. But you're just like, nope, it's just I'm on board. I I like all the characters, including the little critter, alien, whatever. And it, it all just worked. Overall, I think this might have been my... My most densely packed uh, month in terms of like good stuff I watched, and and it it does seem to have like revitalized my. Now I just want to keep watching good movies, horror and non horror.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had, I had such a blast with you guys as we uh, as we head to the my top five. But like, I had such a blast with you guys, especially this month. We did a lot of hey, you have to see this right now. Yeah, uh, which is why my top. Um, X number. Um, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna do seven. Um, my top <laughs> X number, uh, are all reflective basically of, of commonalities that we had plus a, a few others. So, uh, Pearl is definitely my, my favorite, um, my favorite new one that I watched this month. X also was very close. Uh, the autopsy and the viewing very close to that top, that top's uh, slate, which for the autopsy and the viewing alone being in that series, like, would make it an all-timer but the fact that there are other really fun really great episodes in there like graveyard rats and and I even really love Pikmin's model um that's uh that's that's pretty incredible uh always shine uh clear cut uh more on the the serious side um reflecting skin also in that sort of on the more serious side those are real highlights wild boys i already mentioned um but uh yeah men um is uh is a movie I like I like the next day I continued to chew on it and I kept kept chewing on it and then now I think I'm like a men stand not the gender
2: I like that men got the... gotten to both your guys top yeah, top yeah. month I like that
1: love man I I really love man <laughs> resurrection <laughs> uh, incredible movie also about how men are bad. Yeah. Um, but uh and then one that wasn't on either or a couple that weren't on either of your list but uh the craft uh finally getting to watch that again yeah. like that's that's an all-timer that's a movie that like I kind of want to watch every year now. Um and then uh Tetsuo 2 the Body Hammer was uh maybe the most fun I had with any movie God, this month. Yeah. I, Tetsuo I, movies are so fun. I mean, I remember it was late in
0: spooktober 2 years ago where I finally got around to Tetsuo mistakenly thinking it was a, a like a ninja movie i don't know <laughs> uh, i guess my internalized racism um but i <laughs> someone was like no it's a weird body horror movie i'm like oh what um and i watched it because it was 60 minutes and i think ryan you watched it the next day because i'm like holy shit yeah so it's but i actually had heard the sequel wasn't as good so peter being a evangelical for that it's not
1: as good it's a half star lower Okay, I mean that's yeah. still pronounced. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's uh, the first one is like a pure piece. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like a pure piece of. It's like what if
0: pie? What if I still wanted to watch pie?
1: yeah <laughs> but it's like it's like a pure piece of experimental cinema that actually has like it's a pure piece of experimental horror that happens to be affixed to like a very interesting plot about like um uh, a, a man's body just changing in ways that he can't control and then eventually can control Detto 02 makes it into more of like an action movie but it's still just as gross um so uh it gets points uh very excited for number three even if it's uh a half another half star down uh still be a great movie yeah uh, but yeah th- those uh, are that's that's those are the highlights this month that's I'm, october 2022 that's october. in the books the biggest one yet the biggest spooks yet i think all of us hit uh our new records new personal bests. we did yeah. right yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't expect that this year. Um, I did really good numbers in 2020 because of the whole not being able to leave my house thing. Um, I left my house quite a bit this year, and I still was able to <laughs> to get to beat yeah. That my number, kids were so. in school. I had more stuff. I
0: really thought it was going to be a light year. I mean, I, I said I, I misunderstood. Like, I actually think next year will be a light year because uh, watching a six month old and watching a 18 uh, month old is a very different. Oh yeah. Uh, a t- uh, part. One sits there. Where are we we? we at cumulatively? Oh, man.
2: That's a a mouthful. Peter, how many did you watch? I watched 89. 136. Ooh, we're just one short of 350. I was like doing it in my head. I was like, I think we hit 350 total. I was like, no, 349. (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, and Peter was four away from getting to the three a day mark. Ooh. No. Yeah. Mm.
1: I uh was insane. Can't well. go back in time to change it now though. No. Unfortunately I uh I had to do things. That's and... <laughs> how
0: dare you have a uh, life.
1: <laughs> yeah, you went to
0: I mean eighty nine and going to Mexico and watching one movie is pretty impressive.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I... Yeah, that was my that was my recharge. That was my yeah. battery recharge. I only had one day where
0: I didn't watch a movie. I think I had two. Yeah. Well that's the difference between one twenty four and one thirty six. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, another great year. Had so much fun doing it. Already can't wait till next year. Uh, we have three weeks left in November, uh, and so we're going to do a trilogy of movies. Uh, Peter had the great ideas. We were naming some trilogies that would be fun to do on the show. Uh, I I really want to do the Terminator, the original Terminator trilogy at one point, just because I I think talking about Rise of the Machines would be great. But Peter, right, the second you said, hey, let's do the the reboot. <laughs> Planet of the Apes movie, I was like, absolutely, because I love all three of those movies. No one talks about them anymore. They're so good. Except, yeah, and the first time I heard anyone say anything about it was like, oh, I guess they're making a a legacy sequel to the reboot series um, that's coming out at some point in the next couple of years. So what a great time to talk about those and having uh, just rewatched Rise of the Planet Apes. Um, which I think is considered the lesser of the three, but I mean it I love that movie. It's so goddamn good. I cannot wait to talk about it. So we're gonna do Rise of the Planet of the Apes, we're gonna do Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and we're gonna do War for the Planet of the Apes.
1: Uh it's it's also been a long, long time since we uh have done a Planet of the Apes movie, but I feel like that's a secret uh that's our, our a secret franchise of the show. I feel like I know. We're we're among, Yeah, we did we, we did we did the, the fifth
0: one yeah, we did the fifth one in the first year of the show for some reason.
1: Yeah. Uh, everyone be very prepared for me to say monkey when I mean ape. The problem is saying ape is not nearly as fun as saying monkey, so
0: Oh yeah, a lot of banana Sorry. jokes. We're gonna be going bananas for the whole month, I guess. We're gonna you. be going ape shit. Age. We're gonna be going monkey shit,
1: bros. <laughs> <We're> gonna- <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> we're gonna be going mon- monkey feet. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>